This week on episode 104 of the 4205 cast. This week, we aren't playing a darn thing. What are we to do? Well, talk about our most influential games, of course. Inspired by the GameStruck 4 hashtag, each of us talk about four influential titles that shape and define us not only as gamers, but also as people. Stay tuned. Five cast. The Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me Theo and Chris and Anthony and Joe and I'm Andre and we ain't play shit this week. We did not. So um, I nope. guess we're done. Yeah, yeah. it's All over. Right. Pack it up, guys. Yeah. I got business at home to do. So oh, yeah. video games suck now. <laughs> yeah. What What do you have that's so important anyway? Um, you know this this old man. That we all know and love, named Kratos. Ah, we know him. I don't know about love him. Close it's enough. hard to love him. He kind of destroyed the world. Also, I don't really think we know him all that well. Mm. We know him pretty you, well. You think you know him one second, and then the next he's just like ripping your arms off. That's true. And beating you with them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Taking I kind of, I kind of expect that from Is it, him. That's exactly. kind of expected behavior at this point. I guess that is a no. So we do know that about him, right? Yeah, and it's, Didn't it, he beat Achilles with his own legs. It happens sometimes. Did he really? Yeah, I think that, he did. You could say anything about Kratos. I'm like, did he do that? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, it. he most likely did. Listen, it. when people did it in Mortal Kombat, it was fine, right? Yeah, but these people didn't ask for it. Yeah, though. but like senators and shit had problems. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like one senator is kind of a jerk. He's not important. No, he's not. Absolutely not. He has been relevant for years. So we're not going to name him. He wasn't relevant Fuck when him. he was around. So. <laughs> oh, he so, tried to be though. He so was I, sort of relevant because he was on a he was on as a vice president to somebody. So. Hmm. But oh well, <laughs> that person lost. Yep, and the rest is history. So, so what's so special about Kratos? Kratos is very different. Yeah, on this new um, God of War game that's out. He has a beard now. Wait, to show that time has passed. This God of War game is out. It's four nineteen. What are you talking about? Well, when this podcast comes out, it will be out. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. He is right. <laughs> trying to trying to loop me in. There. <laughs> Trying to blow people up. Yep. <laughs> so many cops over here. Right? <laughs> so many cops. Um, By I, the way, he looks like Triple H. He you does. Know, you know, nope. Triple somebody, H looks like him. Somebody <laughs> said. <laughs> I'm going to go. Kratos had that look first. I'm going to go you with know, it. Great. Somebody said that and I can't unsee it now. It's like the Bioshock. Damn. Thing. How are you saying Thank Kratos you. had that look first? Since when did Kratos have a beard? Okay, the length of the beard? No, Kratos never had a beard. He had like a little goatee. No, I know that. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about in the most recent. Of recent here, okay. Uh-huh. Triple H shaved the head a couple years ago, had the full beard, couple, but didn't like, didn't ago. have the full beard that he's got now. He's got the Kratos beard. I, I, I think he looked at Kratos's beard and he got a little jealous. They, I think they copied off of James Harden. If you ask me, wow, James Harden. I'm saying <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Rockets, you know. <laughs> wow. Okay. But um, go ahead, tell us about Kratos. Um, I didn't play much of this game, but oh, okay, it's it's only been out for like. Negative two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's different. I even in like slight combat, it's mm-hmm. like damn, I can't play this like a regular God of War game. 
and yeah. it bums me out at the same time. I'm like, hmm, this is actually very interesting. Yeah, because you want a new experience going forward. You don't so, want to yeah. play the same old shit. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't mind, but no, you're right. Like, it's it's different. Would you have enjoyed that game, like the old button mashy God of War? I would have. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. You don't. What you don't have much games like that in like the Devil May Cry God of War type of games anymore. I, there's such a divide of Devil May Cry and God of but War you know, in my head. No, I get what you mean. Yeah. I, I, 100%. They are similar in combat. In theory. You could yes. stare at them and like, yeah, I get it. I guess squint your one eye. And, you <laughs> yeah. know. If you squint, they, they look similar enough. Um, but you guys know me. Those are my type of yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But I, I enjoy it. It's, 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 it takes some time to get used to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like I said, I'm trying to really play for like, yo, how the hell did we get from God of War 3 to... Norse mythology. Yeah. With a son. Yeah. I mean, and like, even in the game, it's like, it's so great. Like, you see him kind of struggling between like, reverting back to his old self and then like, okay, damn, I'm a dad now. Let yeah, me try yeah. to be dad. Let me, let me try I to mean, be a good dad this good time. Dad. So, yeah. do, do you like honestly think before. that this game is going to finish constructing that bridge by the end of it? I don't know. I can't really ex- answer what do you, that What are you expecting, I'm asking? Are you expecting them to answer all your questions about... So some of it. Bridge. I'm expecting to for them to at least give at least that much. You know what I'm expecting? Mm. Nothing. No explanation. Yep. Nothing. Honestly, that's you the best will way get to do nothing. It. That's the best way to do I don't, it. I don't. You I don't know that. I don't think so. I am. You, you have been wrong in your <laughs> predictions before in the most hilarious fashion, man. Sorry. So I don't name, know. Name one. Name one time when I was. Embarrassed by a prediction. Well, you're never embarrassed by your prediction. I didn't <laughs> say you were embarrassed. Well, that was the implication. <laughs> you gotta own the prediction, even, even if it's wrong. You oh, still I know, gotta no, own I'm not. It. I'm yeah. not saying. I'm just saying wrong. I didn't say that he was embarrassed. That's not what this is. <laughs> I'm trying to call nobody out. <laughs> I'm just saying he's been wrong. I don't before. like you were calling me. No, out. no. I'm saying you've been wrong before. That's all. Should be embarrassed by making that embarrassing statement, Chris. Uh-oh. I feel no shame. <laughs> and I feel like you will get no answers. Have you seen my Sorry, head? Anthony. <laughs> I, I feel like I will. It's like... I don't think it would be overt. No, no, no. no. I, I rescind my comment. You will get, like, a small hint mm-hmm. after the credits are over. I don't think so. Hmm. I think they will say something about the transition from old credits to new credits of what happened. Mm-hmm. Why he killed all the gods. Well, I we mean, know we, why we he know killed, why killed all the guys. Yeah, we know why, yeah. Because they're all, all they're all assholes. Kind of, and so is he. But Aphrodite's still around. Yeah, kind of let Aphrodite off the hook, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was Athena <laughs> dead also at then? She died since yeah. two. But oh. Athena be... was trying to be all like ascended and shit. Yeah, and like, I'm more important than everybody oh, else. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm I dead. I remember seeing her at the end of three. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah her spirit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, her spirit's around. Because the whole point is he's avenging Athena. Yeah. At the end of. But um, and then Athena turns out to be a you know. Yeah, and then remember she did oh, say that. I hey, totally forgot all about about all of that. I remember at the end of three she did say like, hey, I found somebody that's more powerful than the current god. So, you know. Wow, all that is a blur. Yeah. Oh, they set it up like that, huh? A long time yeah. ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This is why when people say, "Oh, God of War is done," like, ha, funny. Mm. There's money to be made. I mean, he, nobody you, thought God. You didn't of War see his body. I, t- I said it at the end of God of War three. You know. In fact, you you called Norse mythology at the end of three pretty much two seconds after. Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah, he did. That's true. Because it's like, I honestly didn't expect him to go there. I, I wanted them to go there. I mean, I think. The closest thing to mesh into mm-hmm. Greek mythology would be that. Mm-hmm. It is God's wise. It is definitely yes. the closest thing to it. Like, I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil it, but like, there are little things that happen that like his Kratos was like, yo, because you can see that he's one. He wants to inch. All right, small scene. Mm-hmm. 
He's um. So we all know his former weapons, the Blades of hey, Olympus. Blades of Chaos. Oh, blades yeah. of Chaos. Like, blades same, of same thing. Same blades of... Whatever the like, game calls it. Yeah, <laughs> so like yeah. in the beginning of the game, like there's a small scene where like he's... I guess he was like... Simple thing like chopping wood. Mm-hmm. And he looks down and like there's no more chains wrapped around his mm-hmm, wrist. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of grabbing like... The same way he would hold the yeah. blades, he was kind of grabbing it. It's like, this is my identity. <laughs> and then he just kind of look, like, looks at his hand and just gives that look like... Damn, this is not. This is, we're not doing this anymore. Yep. Then he upgrades to an ass. And it's like you see, like that transition. For, like Kratos is an asshole. Let's let's mm-hmm. face it. Yeah. So that transition to see that yo, he's a dad now that actually gives a shit. Mm. It's like yo, what the fuck? But does he give a shit? It seems so far. It seems like he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like he doesn't want to rip his son's head off yet. We'll he may lost a kid, so he's like, I gotta be better. Yeah, I guess kid, when, when the kid's a teenager, then we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll see. We'll see that. You're bringing who home, right? <laughs> but um, I like it so far, yeah. especially because like the whole RPG elements, like you have the skill trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's it's I, the Ur game. I never thought I would get that in a God of War game. Yeah. So for me, being such a big fan, it's amazing to me. It's different, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's pretty much what they were going for. So I'm, I want to know. I want to play it to see why so many people gave it a ten out of ten, though. Yeah, that's what, that was my next question yeah. for you. I I can't say too. It's too early. Yeah, it's, yeah. but hmm. I I keep hearing that it gets better as you go along. I I, I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard once that game opens up, it gets a little yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazier. Yeah, mm-hmm. like which it's, is always a good sign. Yeah, yeah. It's I still agree. a a linear game where like they kind of point you in the direction to go, mm-hmm. but in the same breath, when you have that chance to look around, yeah. It's, opens up a bit so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool and okay. that's all I'm gonna say until you know next time folks yep. but you'll and probably have it beaten by then oh absolutely <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> it's, it's done before the weekend yeah is <laughs> say, like, we're gonna hear about it like on Sunday like guys we gotta do a spoiler cast on next two days <laughs> oh, isn't that a problem though like when you're done with a, a brand new video game in like a weekend that kind of sucks it was always like that though and nah. if you're playing it to death was, no, was yeah. God of War really that type of game that was taking you more than I felt like the a few days. first no, one. No, it's really not. But that that's what kind of turned me off from three. About to say, I felt like the first one was longest. Everybody keeps saying the first one was like eight hours. And I, I was like, I, I remember spending like twenty hours on it. Like, yeah, I, I, I hate being done with a video game. I beat that game in a weekend. That makes me. I upset. beat the first one in a weekend right before the second one came out. Yo, and I beat the second one even faster. The second one is short. Yeah, it's a little shorter than the first one. Yes. The first one you go through, um, you go through the freaking desert. Because you go to Pandora's well, temple. The Pandora's temple is, long, right? is it's it's long, but it's not. Okay. It just takes you a long time to figure out. Okay. So just because it's it's just one giant, it's probably one of the greatest uh, levels. Probably like as far as like a giant uh, constructed puzzle goes. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best things, like best like levels in a video game. I thought just because of how. How cool it was, and because it really like you felt the scope and scale yeah, of the yeah. puzzle that you were and, trying and to God solve. And was always good for that. Yeah, yes. and that was that was really neat, and it tied in with the with the scope and scale of the game. So you know, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that that particular section of the game feels longer because it's it just so much, does. and there's so much going on in that so temple. That's it's like, a lot. That's like a, Three quarters of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Uh, it is. It's a it's a good chunk of that. It's probably the. Game. Le- I would even say it's the last half of the game. Yeah. Or it at is. least the last third. But I did. I would definitely say the first one. Like for me, when I first played it, I remember I'm like, "Why is this game so long?" Yeah. When I beat him, like, "Yo, I took took forever for me to beat this game." <laughs> it probably didn't though. It, yeah, it probably didn't. Yeah, it probably probably if I went back now, take yeah. no time. It's just whenever you experience something that's new, it feels longer to you. Yeah, it does. It's just it's it's a natural thing. It's it's how your your brain perceives it because you're you're readjusting to how everything is. And when you play a sequel, 
that's very similar in scope and scale. Like, oh, it's okay. less adjustment for your brain to like you know acclimate. So it feels shorter, mm-hmm. even though it probably was the same amount of time. And there was also a lot of like globe trotting in the second one. I felt like he was like moving from location to location to location. Yeah, yeah. Just flying on Pegasus and yeah. doing those uh, shooter levels. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> God, God of War Two is so good. It is. Oh, the game is great. That game is great. But yeah, that's exciting. I'm just waiting. Um, I don't know if everybody at the table is gonna buy it. I know. I have my copy on the way. I'm gonna buy it. Well, like actually. Drake kind of just purchased it. No? So. Drake literally just bought it. So, yeah. what me? Yeah, I don't like God of War. I don't know what you saw. You just you threw away to, your money then. So you, you don't have to like something to buy it. Mm, Deal does it every day. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <sir. laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> you know, hanging out with you guys. He's on his feet. On my, yeah, clearly. Feet. I'm proud. That was great. Kratos taught him some new offensive maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. something about that. One last tidbit. Mm-hmm. You don't attack with square and triangle anymore. Oh, did he do the, um, the, the do, Dark Souls thing? You do um, R1 and R2. Man. Man that, that, that's a thing now, huh? That, do, that, like, that, that, that threw me off. Huh? I really don't like that. I'm still tapping on... Yeah, oh. of course you are. Like, Wow, that's... It, really? Five so games in. What are you using the face buttons for? Probably like blocking um, and shit. You do have another... Character with you. Oh, oh. the Atreus button. <laughs> I would rather have the alternate character yes, beyond yeah, the, the triggers. Yeah, triggers. I gotta say the triggers make more can sense you, for that. Can you customize me. the controls? Um, I didn't dwell that far and can change those buttons, but there's some slight customization for certain oh, things. Man. That when I first saw that pop on the screen, I'll use this to a heavy and I'm like, really? This is in Dark Souls. I've, Why I've, do I've, they keep doing that? I've died because of it. That. It works. It works in Dark Souls, like that kind of game. Yeah, but just. Mm. It, 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 like I said, it's different, but I don't mind the adjustment. Okay. I guess they're trying to make it really different compared to the other. I mean, maybe it'll games. make maybe it'll make more sense later on. Mm-hmm. Probably wise. I mean, the weapon is totally different. That's why yeah. I try not to change controls that early on in the game, even if I don't like them initially. Yeah, yeah. Just because, like, because I, I feel like as you go through the game, usually might be a reason why there might be a that. reason why it's done that way. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I have to say. Okay. No puzzles so far, right? No. Okay. Not yet. But he's got a war, so... I yeah, swear if they give me a box to push. You know there's a box to push. Come on now. <laughs> that's, that is your first puzzle. <laughs> there's going to be box to push. There's going to be titties in the game. We, we know it is. Probably not. I think, this tone, I think the tone of this game is a little different. He's probably going to say you have to learn this soon, son. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be what, in the game. Let's, like the yeah, let's, den? let's earn the M rating. <laughs> Listen. Like HBO. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a boob minimum. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. All right. Well, like I said before, we really didn't have anything new that the rest of us were playing this week. Nope. Uh, it's basically been the same stuff that we've been playing for the past couple of weeks plus. Which for me is nothing. So, Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to go and just do a little something different this time. So, on Twitter today, 419, uh, there was a trending hashtag... Game struck four, and this was basically asking people to name the four most influential games that they have encountered. Uh, and there was a lot of responses like, you know, without these games, I wouldn't have become a game developer type of type of answers. So I figured it would be good for us to go ahead and engage in that. So I, I sent out a tweet, and uh, 
Unfortunately, there's five of us. Yeah. I wonder on, who got who on the cast. Who got to sit in yeah. the back seat? It has been it's been zero days since uh, <laughs> 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 our last wrestling reference. <laughs> so I I threw up uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike, okay. Super Metroid, that's Chris, that's Joe. Uh, God of War, okay, that's and me. The Legend of Zelda. Huh. Somebody's missing. Somebody is missing. Well, there's only four. Wow. Theo, man, you like the most random games. I could never remember <laughs> never nail you down, any man. one random. What was I going to put? Like, Mist? You could have put um, Ace Attorney. I could have, but then I would have had Phoenix Wright staring somewhere at me. So, absolutely not. <laughs> and, also, and also, you know, you would have been like, why didn't you put this instead? <laughs> oh, God. It would have been impossible. So I, I let him do his own thing, yep. I suppose. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but this is something that we can throw around the table yep. and uh, eat up some time with. Yeah. So uh, do we want to play a little bit of music before? Yeah, Just sure. Some... Why not? It's a quick segment. You know, bam, music. All right. So we each got a list, hopefully. Some of us have gotten it pretty easy, and some of us have uh, been, still, still making their list. No, been no, no, waffling. I, I'm, I'm actually done. I don't think so. Nobody Shut named up. names, so you didn't have to say anything. <laughs> I've oh, checked mine twice. <laughs> uh, so how are we going to do this? We just want to... One, one around the table. So we're just going to make laps? Yeah. Just keep going laps? Yeah. Okay. List the name, or we're just going to do all four? Or ones, no, or? no, no, just one, one each. Yeah, one each. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I guess we'll start with Theo. Okay. So, um, since we gypped him. Yeah, since I had to make my own list, I, I thought about this for quite a bit today. I was like, man, I, I like a lot of games. Like, a lot of games is are very important to me. Yeah. So, um, first and foremost, like, Super Mario 3 had to be on this list. Mm. Like That's the one. That's the one I got on the picture. That, like, yeah. that is the game. Like, I, I played other games like, like Bubble Bobble and, like, other bullshit, but that was the game where... Apparently, if you watched episode oh, yeah, 100, yeah, yeah. he did on, not a, play Bubble Bobble. I was Bobble. a fucking kid. Yeah. Whatever. Shut up. Which <laughs> <laughs> made you were better when you were younger. It's okay. Yeah, right? You still had reflexes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember, like, booting up Mario 3, and I knew nothing about Mario, because I'm not fucking following that. I'm maybe, like, five, if that. And I just see this colorful world with this mustachioed gentleman, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? And just start one one and just jumping on these things, and I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I want to play everything like this. Yep. And from then on, just I I it I didn't realize it until I replayed the GBA um, when they re-released those games. Mm-hmm. I forgot which one they call, I forgot which one it was. It was called. Super Mario Advance Four. Yeah, was it four? Yeah, it was four. Uh, okay. It took a while to get to it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because they knew. It was a weird number. And I don't yeah, know. Super Mario Advance 4. And that's actually my favorite version, the GBA one. Really? Yeah. What's the difference? It's like, just it just looks better, really. I have okay. an L and R button, yeah. which doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. But um, is replaying that where I was like, oh my God, this is one of the greatest video games ever. Like, people have said it before, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, I was even at that point, like, Mario World. Is a smidge better, which I will absolutely concede to that like argument. Like the cape is crazy. Well, once I, once you understood how to use I, the cape, once somebody yeah. showed me how the cape works, I was like, wow. Yeah, that's the that's 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 that's, that's what pushed it over the edge for me. I yeah. used to be a Mario Brothers three guy, but then I learned how to use the cape, yeah. and I'm like, oh Mario. I never World played for life. it. World? The world never played it. Really? Uh-huh. Great game. We should play World. Maybe we will. Ah. Oh. And but 
like replaying it on the GBA, I remember like just like having this euphoric moment of like this is the greatest game ever made. Like yeah, I get that by far. I get that. So like like I don't know if I would be here without that game. It's such a respectable argument yeah. to like see how Mario Three can affect you like that. I actually like Mario Three more than Mario World. I'm, yeah, dude, you're not the first person ever said that. Yeah. Like a lot of people make that argument. Yeah. Although I think the level design in World is better. I just like the power variety in three. Yeah, that's yeah, the coolest that, thing that's about the it. Thing, yeah, even if they are very stingy with most of the power ups mm-hmm. outside of the World fire flower and, yeah. and 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 leaf. Yeah. Not enough Hammer Brothers suits, man. No, Never enough Hammer Brothers no, suits. No. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite power up in that game. Well, yeah, I mean, it goes away so quickly. Kind oh, yeah. of breaks the game. I know. Yeah, that, yeah, you earn it. <laughs> so. You feel good. You're like, yes. But yeah, everything about the music. Like, I, I play that game yearly still. Like, at least once a month. Think about the boot. That's monthly. <laughs> well, I play it yearly once no, a month. No, I, I, I beat it at least yearly. Okay. okay. And then, like, just play the first world at least once a month. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mario 3 is still fucking good. You ever whistle in the uh, warp zone? Did <laughs> you ever do that? <laughs> he, he had to have done that. <laughs> who who yeah, hasn't that, done that? You yeah, did that, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's mine. Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, so that's number one for Theo. What about you, Chris? Well, um, just um, these aren't in any particular order. No, go. I'm just going to start with the very first one that's very obvious at this point, and that's uh, Street Fighter 3. Strike. Mm. Shocking, absolutely you, no one. You used teetering a lot with that one. I was because I was thinking, I thought about putting Street Fighter 2 there. Because when I was six years old and I played Street Fighter 2, it changed my life, mm-hmm. really. But Third Strike took everything that I loved about Street Fighter 2. And threw it out the window. I threw it out the window <laughs> and at the same time made it all better. Mm-hmm. Because it deepened my understanding of fighting games, period. Yeah. Like, when I played Third Strike, I didn't just level up, uh, like, you know, just like because I got good at the game, because here's this crazy off-the-wall game that throws out all the rules that you've ever learned, but it actually makes you appreciate the old ones even more so. Hmm. Like, the very... Really, it made me appreciate the old rules. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the same reason many people hate it is why I love it. Yeah. You know, and not and, and this and this goes aside from also the music. And also, I, I, I something about myself I've noticed, I have a giant affinity for... The next step in everything. I really like games that are always like the next big thing, or even characters. You know, like for example, uh, my love of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. I love Miles because Miles is the next, like he's the perfect successor to Peter Parker in mm-hmm. almost every conceivable way. Mm-hmm. He makes sense as a logical step forward mm-hmm. to superheroes. Yeah. You know, and like in the world of Spider-Man. To me, yeah, you know, so I really gravitate towards stuff like that. You so. know what? Things don't do that quite often enough. No, I feel like you try to retread with the old characters and try to make new things with yeah. the old characters. Yeah, and I mean, and it's cool to to see it, and it's always interesting to watch a character go forward. Which is why I like superhero comics when they really try uh, radically different things. Mm-hmm. You know, like Peter Parker suddenly being the head of this company. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. A lot of people were like, "Isn't even Spider Man anymore?" And it's like. Yes, let, him not, let him not be Spider-Man. Let him not be Spider-Man then. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, just t- here's this awesome new cool story of this character who's never been in this situation. Let him be. Before. Let him be Tony Stark now. Yeah, and that's fine. Let him be Peter Parker. He's Peter Parker. <laughs> he's still Peter Parker. He's just Peter Parker in a very different scenario. I meant, the, still to- Peter I meant the Tony Stark role. You know, he can still be Spider-Man if he wants to be, but he's like, you know. No, I get that. Yeah. yeah. But Third Strike to me, from a gameplay perspective and the story perspective and the music mm-hmm. and everything about that game 
just it, it can it's the reason I go back and play it now and I'm just like oh yeah this is still my favorite fighting game ever made if you had put Street Fighter 2 on this list instead of this I would call it bullshit that's fair. I every time I hear you talk about this game, I see a glistening in your eyes. I'm like, God damn! Like, yeah, no, I really should learn how to play this game. Well, you know what? Like I said, it, it's you know, you learn how to zone, right? Mm -hmm. That's how you learn to play Street Fighter Two. When you figure out special moves, you learn how to zone. You're like, okay, I throw a fireball. I do the Shoryuken when they jump. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like your first basic technique. Yeah. Yeah, third strike. Yeah, it's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, it's multiplied because. While it limits your options, it also infinitely exposits them. Yeah. Like, you can now jump forward and not necessarily do anything. Yeah. And it's a strategy. Because that's how insane the, the meta of the game is. Mm -hmm. It's like... The empty jump. The empty jump is more meaningful in Third Strike mm -hmm. than it is in any fighting game ever made. Mm. Because you're baiting a parry, right? Mm. And if the person is smart, they actually don't do anything. Yeah. So even though... Or they delay. Or they delay... And they, they mess your timing. Mm -hmm. or but if you're ready for the parry, or they jump at you. And you have these DBZ parry moments. Yeah, oh, like, which Dre and I have done, and it is just magical crazy. when that happens. That's <laughs> like I, all my favorite moments at Third Strike are because Dre tried to jump at me with an anti air air attack, mm -hmm. and I parried it. And then because I'm par the parrying animation and the air moves <laughs> me forward, I try to kick him, yeah. and he parries it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this happens when we're like using our best characters, yeah. like Oro and Alex. Mm. Yo, yeah, absolutely. Like if a, nobody's seen my Alex, Alex before, let me like, tell you. Yo, it's just like, that's just like, yo, it's my best character. <laughs> okay, like the real grudge match. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Oro and Alex matches between Dre and I. <laughs> but, you know, like, stuff like that, it's just, it's, it's insurmountable. And the amount of moments I've had playing that game, mm. it just reminds me why I love fighting games as yeah. much as I do. You know, like, other games are close. Like, there's, there's some real close games. Like, Alpha 2 is really close on that list, mm -hmm. too. Because that was a game that brought me in with Joe. And, you know, also it made my reaction timing better because of Shinokuma. Mm. Bless his heart. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> cheating machine. Yep. But I learned, like like you, you learned. said, you I learned. learned how to play Street Fighter better than ever at the time. Yeah. And my next level was Third Strike. And what's great about Third Strike is I feel like there's still some new kind of thing that happens once in a while that mm. I'm not ready for. And I love that. And I know a lot about that game. I've been playing it for a really long time. Yeah. And being surprised by someone who is playing differently. Mm. Like, one of the most fascinating things in the world, Third Strike, is playing after Street Fighter 4 came out. Because you have a bunch of people who are doing habits that they do in Street Fighter 4, and in Street Fighter 3, it doesn't quite translate. Some mm -hmm. of them do. You know, like, you wouldn't expect, uh, like, suddenly, a lot of a strategy is to use EX Fireballs for pressure now. Mm. Because you figure you're sacrificing meter, it's not worth it. But to apply pressure, it is. Mm. So a Street Fighter 4 player gets that to some degree. They, they they brought zoning back a little bit more. You yeah. know what I mean? So they would... I had to be ready for more fireball so I couldn't just dash forward like crazy mm -hmm. anymore. Because, you know, you play a typical third strike player, you can dash in on them a little bit easier because they're not likely to throw a fireball because mm -hmm. they know it's just going to get parried. But a Street Fighter Four player is probably going to throw a fireball so you get to think about it a little bit more. Mm. Little shit like that, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Love stuff like that. And, yeah. Star Strike, man. It's what counts. Right. Thank you, Dre. <laughs> Threw that out there. I was like, yes. <laughs> All right, Anthony. We got what we got the expected answer out of Chris. What's mm -hmm. the expected answer out of you? I mean, actually, this one now I'm like I said, I'm pretty much winging this list. <laughs> As I go, I'm thinking about it in my head. But a game that changed me had to be the original Modern Warfare. Wow. 
That I'm not surprised by. Yeah. My, we're talking about Call of Duty 4? Call of Duty 4. Mm-hmm. COD 4. COD 4. COD 4 is the pinnacle of the Call of Duty series. Yep. Um, if you ask me. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I there's, agree there's, there's, there's an argument for uh, Modern Warfare 2, two, two, two yeah, for sure. That's... That was certainly like their uh, multiplayer height. Yeah, yes. yeah. The COD Four, I feel, is just a better game. Yeah, I think it's the best overall package as well. Um, that game pretty much made me a competitive gamer. <laughs> like I was, I was never good in any video game ever. Period. Mm-hmm. With the fire. Yeah, like no fighting games, sh- shooting games in the past, like GoldenEye. It was just me and my brother, yeah. and he's better than me. He was like, he was not good, mm-hmm. but better than me to beat me. So. I looked at him, okay, he's the yeah, best thing. Yeah. And I remember this game comes out. I didn't have, a, I didn't own a, this Xbox 360 at the time or a PS3. My friend owned it across the street. I would go over there and play with him one-on-one and mm-hmm. call Ludia. Get my ass beat all the time. Yeah. Say, oh, this game is trash. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, it's whatever. And then I remember, like, funny story is that he got a girlfriend. Mm. Like, for six months straight, I didn't see him. <laughs> Gone. This yeah. class. I said, yo, yeah. let's, let's, let's play some Call of Duty sometimes. Yeah. So it comes from work when I say, all right, let's play something, and Beat him. First time I ever beat him. And then from that night on, I just kept on beating him. <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't beat him. I, I don't know. I didn't know why. So you, you had owned the game at this point? No, when I, he was... I did not own the game. Oh, really? I didn't own the 360, didn't own the game. I'm yeah. like, Because like... he lost the fire. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, there's something just clicked. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. I say, you know what? I had a 360 at the time, finally got one. Mm. And I'm like, Jason, let me borrow this game. Yeah. So you're always working, you know, you don't play. I say, yeah, sure. And I... I remember that night, the first time I went online by myself, I got wrecked. Yeah. I'm like, okay. The, you see, you're the big fish in the small pond yeah. now. Yep, yep. Now, now your size isn't that big no more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, second game, I'm not going to lie, camped that whole game. Yeah. Did good. I'm like, okay. Mm. And then slowly but surely kept on playing this game, and then to the point where it's like, no one could stop me in this game. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> nobody. Like, I you just did what you wanted. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It was so dumb. It was like, I go, I'll start the game. I come into a match where they're down by like 20 kills. Mm-hmm. I got all 20 kills and we won. <laughs> Damn. It's to, the point, it's, to, it's to the point that like... Citation needed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... You gotta see screenshots, Ant. Nobody believes him. I, mean, I believe him. I, I believe him. him. I absolutely I've seen believe him. him. Yo, I've seen him. All right, all right. I believe you. <laughs> we, we have but my Tommy gun, though. <laughs> It's a Home Alone reference. <laughs> like you guys know, I don't talk shit in games. We got we we have confirmation of of your skill from Tiffany, uh, who, who worked <laughs> with us, uh, who's pretty good, who's pretty damn good no player in her right. Right. Yes, like and like even it's the, you blow up David too. I've made David retire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing I ever heard. And that was that was that was this COD for, and I I don't want to branch off too much, but I. Got a lot better in Modern Warfare 2, and that's when I started playing with David and mm-hmm, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember Tiffany had a whole squad and everything. It's like, you know, we're gonna play tonight after work. Yeah. I think you're trash. I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> Her exact words. I'm like, okay. Went online. Couldn't stop me. Triple double. <laughs> like, <laughs> to the like, just, 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 just yeah, Jordan, yeah, Jordan, 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 Jordan. There you go. There you like, go. Even when my, even when my team lost, uh. highest score. Like, how do you have 30 kills and like three deaths? Wow. And it's just like, I can, it's like to the point where I can play this game with one hand and just murder anybody. Wow. You're I'm fucking just, like the, like Neo playing this yeah, game. Just, <laughs> you could play with one hand if you had a mouse. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> you are using both hands. 
when you have, you're using a mouse. You don't have to use the mouse. You can use the you can, if you have a good mouse, you get those like those side buttons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get some side buttons on there. I mean, right. it gets real confusing, but you can like, do it theoretically. That was the first game slash franchise that gave me confidence mm-hmm. with pretty much anything in life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like yo, you can actually be good with something if you put the time into practice. Yeah. Like I've tried to come and play fighting games and go to the dojo and it just never clicked. They're like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Dre, it's never clicked. <laughs> You tried your best, but it's never clicked for uh, me. You gave up. I, yeah. I <laughs> yeah you, you gave up. You didn't, you didn't have the fire put on the other card. It's not the same. It's not the same. It didn't. It's just like, you got to get beat down for a long yeah. time. But yeah. it's to the point now, like, I can literally pick up any Call of Duty game, take any time off, and go back and say, okay, I'll wreck somebody. Yeah. Like, what's really good? <laughs> like, that, I don't know. And, that, like, that, I'm not going to lie, that helped with a lot of things. Like, I've always been the more keep to myself, timid person. Mm-hmm. And, like, even with just that, playing. This game with these random people's online with friends like and just like you're I'm the Kobe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, yeah. Need, that, you need eight kills? I got you. I got you. <laughs> like, I mean, like that ringer. sense of contribution that you feel like you're yeah, good at like, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's important. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It it let's face it, life is rough. Mm-hmm. Like, you know Sometimes you need to feel like Superman. Exactly. Yeah. And like yeah. you know, I felt like John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Nobody can you see felt you. stronger than Superman. Uh, yeah. I, he I said he was John Cena. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, like that gave me some confidence that I have now. Now, like, it's just it's oozing with confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't brag about it, but it's like I know I'm. You good. know, you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like people. You know, uh, well, there's my my favorite Bruce Lee quote. Yeah, I was about to say the Bruce Lee quote. The yeah. Bruce Lee quote. It, it, it's it's my favorite. And people ask me like, what, this this is how I respond to people about fighting games. They're like, are you good at fighting games? And like, you say, you know, that the exact quote is uh, some along the lines of. If somebody asks me if I'm good and I say that I am, I'm boasting. But if I tell you that I'm bad, then you know I'm lying. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> so I understand that. Yeah. That's why I just tell people I'm good at fighting games. Mm. <laughs> people like, ask yeah, me, I'm like, yeah. All I say is I'm okay. Mm. And I go online, I wreck you. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Well, Bruce Lee made that quote because it's a good way to like say you're okay but still be humble about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a brag. I'm a brag. The origins of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's my game. That made me a competitor. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my a game. very good game. All right. So, Anthony did not say the game that I put down for him yet. Uh, what's Joe? I'm going to, so I can get that out of the way. Um <laughs> guess. Yeah. Uh, Super Metroid is one of my most powerful video game memories. I remember everything surrounding that game. Mm-hmm. And how I started playing it, and how I enjoyed it for the first time, and how I can keep going back and enjoy it even now. Um, it was my 13th birthday present. Mm-hmm. I remember coming home and turning it on, and immediately just like, this is exactly the kind of game that I am looking for. Yeah. You know. Where that, where that they put they put you in in the scenario they just drop you down and say okay go mm. you know and they kind of like string you along along the way and like be like breadcrumbs here and there like give you stuff to open up more stuff yeah like labyrinthine mazes and you know going back and revisiting places with like a different uh, different skill set different different items and and things like that that sense of it wasn't really exploration. It was more like, you know... Discovery? Discovery is not far off either. Yeah. Mm. It's more like application mm. of 
It's a combination that of kind the of thing. Maybe. Yeah, like discovery and exploration. Um, and the, like there was so much hidden shit. Yeah, there's a that, lot. Like, there's a stuff that just didn't tell you that kind of opened the game up in different ways. There's a there's a there's a specific kind of freedom about Super Metroid that I feel in uh, later iterations of the Metroid series. They tried to restrict you a little more, mm. like things like the the wall jumping, and the shine sparking, mm. and the bomb jumping, and all these cool little flashy things that that are involved in this game that they don't kind of want you to know, but don't want to keep hidden. Yeah, you know. So I I really appreciated the fact that I there were like several different methods I could use to. To tackle a tackle a problem in that game, and I love sequence breaking in Metroid games. Mm. Yeah, I find that to be a lot of fun to do something earlier than it is intended because <laughs> they put this barrier in front of you. And say, I'm going to get over this barrier. Mm. That's the kind of shit I like to do in a video game. We you know, know? <laughs> <laughs> doing things the hard way. I believe <laughs> not, not only just doing things the hard way, but if you tell me I can't do this, I'm going to be like, I'm going to keep doing it. Until I find out a way to prove you wrong. And Super Metroid was a game that rewarded and, and you Super for that. Super Metroid was a game that rewarded me for that. Yeah. And that makes was, a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a way that wasn't really, like, all that difficult, and I didn't have to, like, break into the source code to do it and, like, be, like, completely frame perfect. I just had to be competent. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciated that about it. That and it, the fact that it had, like, absolutely great music. Oh, yeah. Fantastic level design and atmosphere, um, and it was just, it was it was just a fun game. I would say, as far as atmosphere goes, it's unmatched on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think it's unmatched in most eras. I was gonna say, like, I mean, that's probably of all time, honestly. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. Hell, I even like Meridia. <laughs> <laughs> I even like the water level. <laughs> I even like the water it's, level. Uh, it's one of the less egregious water levels ever made. Yeah, it is. Since, you know, you can basically ignore the gimmick of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there you go. Yeah. It's also, uh, also um, wall jumping off of frozen enemies is awesome. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But if there's a fish above me, I, can, I can't quite reach it. What can I do? Oh, I can wall jump up with the, off this frozen fish. Mm-hmm. If I shoot this ice beam just right, get it up there. Okay, jump again. Flip it. And I'm in. That I'm through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm through. There you go. That's that's a thing of beauty, man. Yeah, I also will never forget that uh, that the tense feeling for fighting uh, Mother Brain. Mm-hmm. That game. It's like my favorite final boss fight in in all of gaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fight against Mother Brain. It's a good one. It's it's a bad, like, that that ear piercing shriek was just, your favorite with the knowledge of what happened in the previous Metroid or just in general. You see, that's another thing. Coming into this, I had played Metroid yeah. too. So I knew what was going on. I knew everything that happened. I knew I knew that this is the last, like this baby Metroid is the last one, yeah. and I was aware of the attachment had to Samus. I'm like playing Metroid Two, I'm like oh it's a cute little Metroid, and it's helping you out, mm-hmm. and it's like a happy Metroid Two ending, and mm-hmm. that felt weird, you know. That yeah. You just fly away because this must be an escape sequence. Yeah. But the president hasn't been said yet because it's only the second one. <laughs> but you go into you go into Super Metroid Metroid Three. And then, you know, they see this monstrous baby Metroid yeah. that they're, like, doing all these experiments Experimenting on, on it. Yeah. Jerks. It, it's a super short sequence, but I remember looking at that like, what the fuck is happening? Right <laughs> yeah, now? like, why is why are you humongous? <laughs> That's the same one from the last yes. game? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, like, 
you see this thing flying around. Like, did they clone it? No, no that's the same one. Because it leaves you alone. Mm-hmm. It starts attacking. It's like, wait a second. Sorry, mom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Yeah. And then Mother Braid kills the shit out of him. Like, you done fucked up. <laughs> and they give you that super powerful mm-hmm. beam. Oh, yeah. And like, yep. This is right. Yeah, every, everything about that yeah. last Which, fight is pretty it, much perfect. It took me a long time to understand that the beam was, it sucked the power from Mother Brain and it was feeding it to you as it was regenerating your health. Yeah. I didn't quite get that, like why she ended up with that beam. I thought it was just like anger unlocked mode. And, was, <laughs> and then uh, later on, I was like, oh, shit. it did feel like a kind of like you killed my child. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it feel, Super Saiyan mode. It did kind of feel it felt it, like that. It felt like a Ripley and Aliens moment. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. there's a clear yeah. influence. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Absolutely. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Most definitely. But no, it, it was really because just before it heals you, <laughs> just before it heals you, it's sucking the, the yeah. hyper beam out of yeah. Mother Brain. Oh, so yeah. cool. Look at that. That's what it's doing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, baby Metroid. That, that You're is, a real bro. That's another thing that game does well, is it tells the story without saying anything. It, says, it, yeah, it, it has like a... As an exposition at the beginning, because yeah. nobody played Metroid 2. <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's you it. still didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome voice clip. Yeah. The Back when the... Metroid is in captivity. captivity. The galaxy. Is that peace? Is that peace? It's like, why is someone talking? What the fuck? Everything, everything about that statement is wrong. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing true about that statement. They're not in captivity. Galaxy's not at peace. <laughs> Those statements are incorrect. Like, oh, really? Okay, turn the game off. No conflict here. <laughs> everything you have just said. Yep. Is wrong. <laughs> Have a off- Everything in that statement was wrong. <laughs> Have an off-topic question. Mm-hmm. So um, I never played any of the Metroid games. Mm-hmm. Um, do the stories from Metroid and Prime lead connect or no? Loosely, <laughs> tangential. Because Prime was made after Metroid, obviously. Okay, but uh, is a prequel. But, but between... it's a it's a interlude. Okay. Yeah, it's they're considered. Was it one one two three? I'll take place. Uh, obviously, after one another, but they are. Where are they on? Is there a place in the timeline? I really don't know. Is it after one? It's and somewhere two. It's somewhere between one and Super Metroid. Yeah, they never. They never they, actually. They stay. do nail it down. They tell you where it is. I just don't remember where mm. it is. Okay. Between the three Metroid Prime games. Okay. I believe like the first two might be between one and two, and then the I last one is. I can't after imagine there's too much three. time between two and three. Yeah, because they kind of are like right. Yeah, she literally just another. goes to the scientists and like, hey. Yeah, unless the baby Metroid's hanging out in Samus' ship while all the crazy shit's going on in Prime Three. Maybe. I mean, I haven't played Prime Three, so I don't know. Me either. Couldn't tell you. We would have known though. Yeah, I think we would have known. Someone would have said something. Think, I don't there wouldn't be any confusion. I don't think she'd be that irresponsible <laughs> with the last freaking Metroid. That's true. You know, so. That's true. She's a responsible mom. <laughs> yeah. Nice mom. Hand it over into captivity. Hey, man. So that the galaxy can be at peace. It, it's a parasite. What's wrong with parasites? It's cool. It ate blocks for you. It's true. It did. It did eat blocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, get out, let me get out of that cave. It did. So that's uh, about all you have to say about that. I've said a lot about it before. That's true. <laughs> We've talked at length. Joe likes Metroid. Super Metroid. Yeah. yeah. It's hard not to like. Yeah. You have to be a special somebody to not like Super Metroid. There are many who actively dislikes that game. Some people aren't as thrilled by it, but never actually met someone who's like, this game sucks. I think it's hard to say it sucks. Because it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just 
no argument for it. It's kind of crazy if you think it, about that. It has a it has a mobility about it. It just feels comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that later Metroid just don't have for me. It doesn't do it enough. Indeed. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I do prefer like the stronger gravity of the the GBA ones. Yes, I do. I do agree with that one. The the, the floatiness. I mean, it, it's not that it's bad, but they add a little bit of weight to the gravity, like in zero mission and in uh, in fusion, yeah. and even the remake of uh, Metroid Two, mm-hmm. the AM2R, has that weight to it. Well, maybe Zebes just has lower gravity, <laughs> different Style gravity. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's true. Same floating jump from first game, so I, I guess that. it all checks out. I read that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, just get yours out the way. Yeah, let's so, want to say Sure, I'll I'll just do mine because you know it's the one that I posted on the Twitter for me, which is Zelda One. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, because without that game, I don't think I would really care about much in life at all. <laughs> oh, just life in general. Yeah, just life Shit. in general. Like, uh, so the first thing you loved besides I don't I don't really recall being big into reading anything, uh, mm-hmm. and then we got this game, and then. I'd be like, I don't know what to do. And my mom would be like, tough, you better learn how to read to do it. <laughs> she was like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, this person tells you what you need to do. I'm like, but what does it say? Wow. Figure it out. You better start reading it. Because <laughs> nice. I'm not going to tell you. So without Zelda, you wouldn't be reading right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. That's, that's very important. Yeah. I didn't know about that. That's pretty I much. Didn't know that you would have found you. another way to read. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, I have to when you're in school. Well, look, I'm, it wasn't like I was illiterate. but. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, it was I could read it, but I was sitting there like, Mom, I don't want to read this. Can you read it for me? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Yeah, oh, I get She's it. like, yeah. bullshit, I ain't reading that for you. You better <laughs> learn how to do it your damn self. What is 10th enemy has the bomb me? <laughs> oh, don't, nobody understood that. Don't worry. Uh, but in, in terms of just how it affected me, outside of that very important part of... <laughs> <laughs> of independence of reading, you know, it it was a game I had played with my mom that I still have fond memories of. Mm. Uh, it, it set the groundwork for a series that I, for the most part, really love and enjoy, and and sometimes pine for the the simplicity of what I got out of that game, mm. uh, which yeah, was that I can relate to. I get that. Basically, just the same thing Joe had with Metroid Super Metroid. Here's a world. I'm not gonna tell you shit. Here's a little text scroll at the beginning of the game. Go play. Yeah. And figure it out. And, you know, things like me really enjoying math type of... I wouldn't necessarily say, okay, well, Zelda gave me math skills. But what it gave me was problem-solving skills. Mm. Yeah. And problem-solving skills is pretty good in math. So a lot of what made me me, I, th- I feel like I can attribute just to the original Zelda. Uh, I... I could go on about the game a lot, but I mean, I don't really think that's necessary. The game itself is dated. You know, it's hard to say, oh man, you should play this game right now and not play Link to the Past instead. It's a flawless masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Flawless. No, no, I get it. No, I, I understand. But, you know, you have... Just, it gives you so much freedom and, like I said, the problem solving. So, like, if if you wanted to challenge yourself, you could. You could say, you know what? I'm going to start the game. I'm going to go get a blue candle. I'm going to burn down the bush and go into level eight. Yep. You can finish level eight as your first level. You could. It's it's dumb. It's not advised. <laughs> I've done it. Uh, I probably would never try to do it again. Yeah. But, you know, I pushed myself one time. I was like, I'm going to go in here with wood sword, three hearts, and kill me some blue dark nuts. And I died a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And, as but, you do. But I did it. And then we did it without swords. 
<laughs> Swordless Zelda is something. That's yeah, it is something. I can't I actually beat it though, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you can make, you can make it to the end where it's be like, okay, I essentially win. <laughs> essentially, I won just for getting here. Yeah, yeah. I have I have the silver arrow in my inventory. I'm good. <laughs> if I had a sword, I could win. Stab him with the arrow. <laughs> Sadly, it's not an option. <laughs> you know, all sorts of things like second quest one heart challenge, mm. uh, which is brutal. That's insane. I've not I've not done that yet. I oh. might actually try to do that. That sounds tough. I know, it seems like these days you're wrapped up in some other kind of uh, yeah, well, Zelda shenanigans. You know, I, I got Zelda three randomizer now, which is what's taking the most of my time. But you know, you always got your first love. Yep. Yeah, you never forget. So. It might that's, be better, but that's Zelda One. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. You know, I will. I will always have that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, every so often, the Lexington Avenue line does not want to carry me home, <laughs> and that means I can fit in one entire game of Zelda One. <laughs> Damn! Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell that station. Tell that to your six-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> he won't believe you. I, <laughs> Even even when I was young, I, I, once once I figured out the game, it didn't. It wasn't like it took me, you know, it didn't take me one day to finish it. Mm-hmm. But I could finish it fairly quickly for the time. Yeah. Uh, when I was in college, I was routinely doing like one hour, ten minute runs of the game, mm-hmm. uh, no reset, just full full clear, one hour, ten minutes. I think now I've gotten it down to like forty minutes, <laughs> and <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and it's ridiculous the fact that this, some of these speedrunners have gotten it under 28 minutes. Uh, I'm at the point where I'm. it's slowly dawning on me that soon enough, Zelda 1 will be a longer game than Breath of the Wild. <laughs> because there's not much more room for improvement on that, but there people are still improving the Breath of the Wild speedrun. Yeah, I mean... Just, just off the top, what do you? What, what is Breath of the Wild right I be, now? The last time I looked at it, I believe it was like around... Just under forty minutes. Okay, uh, that, uh, that would have been my guess. Mm-hmm. And it's probably lower minutes. now. Yeah, if it's just waiting until somebody figures out how to skip the plateau. Something, yeah. Once that happens, it's, it's a ten it's minute game. Won. It's yeah. a ten minute game. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> God bless it. <laughs> but it's still great. Mm. All right, well that's mine. Yep. Um, loop it back to Theo. Yep. So my next one is Pokemon Red. Hmm. Clap, clap. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to say a Pokemon yeah, game. I had a feeling Pokemon it was going to be you. Pokemon is um, absolutely like a very important game for me. Why not blue? Um, my sister had blue. And yeah, the one the one you didn't get is always the inferior. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> the inferior both, version, yeah, clearly. They both are the same games, but yeah. it, but um, I remember getting that game and not really knowing what type of game it was. I just was watching a Pokemon cartoon when I was. Uh, waiting to go to school or whatever and I remember getting it and, like my father bought it for me and I'm playing and I'm like what the fuck is this why why, it is, why is this so much this is your first RPG my first RPG uh, that's why yeah so, that makes um, a lot more sense like, now man there was a lot of talking but there's Pikachu so <laughs> I, I guess I'm gonna go on with this and like words words <laughs> words it's like oh man I there's a lot of words but like as you like progressing through the game like you're getting better and stronger, and there is a simplicity to the first Pokemon games that was never touched on again. And even going back to that game recently, I had bought it on the eShop not too long ago. I'm playing it. I'm like, 
there is even though that this that game is very chatty in terms like in terms of Pokemon, not not the way Pokemon is now because Sun and Moon is like retro crazy. retroactively. Yeah, retroactively the game is chatty, but it's there's still this simplicity to it that. I think is a perfect first JRPG for like pretty much anybody. Yeah, no, that I guess was that's intention. Yeah, yeah that's pretty and, much what it did. So, and I really struggled to between this or Final Fantasy VII, and if not for this game, I you wouldn't have touched seven. I don't think I would have ever touched seven. Yeah. And not only was it like a very important game in terms of JRPG, but this was like my first communal game because like everybody was into it. Everybody, everybody was, was fucking, playing Pokemon. And, Literally before, everybody. Before this, like, my sister was into games, but not like me. Like, she would be like, I'm the older brother, so she'd have to pretty much do what I want to do. Like, yo, <laughs> we're playing Tecmo Bowl. Like, I got Bo Jackson. But we had, uh, we both had G um, Game Boys at the time, and it was like, ah, oh, we could just play, both play these together. And, like, we were always playing games together, but it's when I went to school, and, like, everybody was talking about their teams, and... This one I got really invested in in something. Yeah, I got that. And I was like, yo, this I am making my own thing and like battling other people, trading like bartering with people. Like, hey, bro, you can have my pizza for like the next week. Let me just get this like Venomoth. Let, let, or... yeah, let me get this Venomoth. <laughs> wow. Yo, Poison was strong in that game. It was. Snow <laughs> Gengar, man. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, oh man. Op and, is and fuck. Needed, and when I found out that you needed to like trade Pokemon, to, yeah, and I was oh. like. What is this Who game? Who has a link cable? The link cables. Like, it makes me sad that there is a subsect of like kids now that don't. There's they don't know what link cables are. Yeah, yeah they don't understand the need you for know a peripheral. Like I'm that. glad they don't. Yeah, I, got, I mean it's <laughs> probably for the best because they'll never know the struggle. Yeah, it's, it, they'll never have to. They'll never have to like I, I want that kind of thing. I get it, but it is. It was something so tangible about that where you're like. Bro, I'm trusting you with my fucking haunter. If you steal it. Oh, they like, stole it too. <laughs> you know somebody was like, oh man, oops. I accidentally turned off the game. Like, no, we're fighting right now. Yo, <laughs> that happened to me when um, I traded in silver, when I traded Scyther to yeah. get a scissor. Yeah. Scissor's trash, but it's just love the Yeah, I mean, it looks. it's a cool looking Pokemon. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I got scissors and I was like, yo, hype ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> But like only one person in the zip code had a link cable. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Nah, I made sure to get like multiple link cables. I was like, this is this is my game. Like, that's the first game. Like, you I only need one link cable, man. Yeah, but like in case an emergency link cable. That's where it started. It can, it can <laughs> exactly where, where it all started. <laughs> this, is where, yeah, can, this makes all the sense. Somebody can steal it. It can break. It can break all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I remember like it, it's like when you get a favorite controller, man. You double up on it. Yep. But uh, I get it. Stuff like gold and silver, like I, gold and silver is a better game. Like, but still, this that first something. Pokemon, yeah, the like, magic of playing. That I would, game. I would beat the leap four and be like, mm, can I improve on this game? No, like just start a new game. I jump like, back into Pokemon because of you. This is all your <laughs> fault. Like, I, it is it, his it, fault. It is again. absolutely Theo's and fault. And it's crazy because like, I'm I don't consider myself a Pokemon fan. I love the first and second games and like, like X and Y was like back into it. X and Y, you know what it is? X and Y. Because it skipped all the nonsense. Yeah. It's just like, here's your Pokemon. Yeah. Fuck. Go. The way, the way you, you kind of remembered you, it. You got a little further. Oh, here's your old, one of your old school starters. Yep. Go. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And yeah. he was like, this Her is... Amazing pacing in that oh game. Oh my God, that game. So good. But yeah, just... Fuck you for it, by the way. <laughs> 600 hours of my life. <sighs> Don't remind me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. 
Well, um, God damn it! <laughs> hey, some of those are traveling hours. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. It's true. A lot, a lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them. No, it got bad, man. It got real bad. Oh. Okay. There was okay. shiny hunting at work. Mm-hmm. There was like putting. There was like you know putting the the th- the the dime in the fucking oh, the God. stick. <laughs> God, that was so dumb. Oh my God! Uh, the hatching. And you know how many shiny Pokemon I have? Know, Legit. I know. God I know. damn it, Theo. But, um, <laughs> it also made me realize how much I love handheld gaming. Mm. Because at that point, like, I wasn't making any decisions by myself. My mom was like, yo, you gotta turn off that TV. And it's like, well, gotta turn this TV off. But, like, with handheld gaming, like, you could be under the sheet and you're in this world, but just away from everything else. Oh, yeah. It's yours. It was, it was your it first was, actual control of anything. It was crazy. There was a sense of, yeah, as you said, there's a sense of control to that where it's like, I'm... Comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I ever since then, I'm, I just love handheld right. gaming. Do you feel comfortable sitting in this chair, standing up and walking, laying in bed? Yeah. Any, yeah. Any way I want to play this game. Yeah. Under my bed if I so choose. <laughs> as long as you have a warm light. As sitting long as I have a warm light. I'm wearing glasses now because of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, Pokemon Red. Very important game for me. Nice. Fuck blue. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Blue's <laughs> my shit, yeah. Blue's good, too. Wait, wait. All right. Quick check. Blue or red? Round the table. Try. I have blue. You have blue? You have red. I had blue. <laughs> I know you have red. I don't know. I have an answer. That's why. Enjoy red. Fuck. Red, red, yeah. Damn it, Dre. Round numbered. I mean, I I, ha- I have blue and I picked Charizard. All right. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, so. you, you could do that. Let's go on the table one more time. Mm. Starters. Um... At first, it was no. First, only first one. Oh, only first one. Charizard. I want Squirtle for life, my dude. It never ended. Yeah. Okay. Skip on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Bulbasaur. Hard mode. Hard mode. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I was like, oh my god, the first two gyms are hard. Charmander hard mode. No. Yeah. For the oh. first, for the first gym. For the first gym, first two gyms. Yeah, first two gyms. Yeah, he's hot. Oh. I mean, you have to catch a caterpie and get a butterfree. Yeah. Later, later in the game. Easy <laughs> mode. Easy mode. Yeah, fire mode. Fire is easy mode. Oh, water is easy mode. Yeah. Everything's weak to water. Yeah, everything's everything's yeah, it's right. still it's still easy <laughs> mode, man. Why do you think I picked the water starter? I always picked the water starter. <laughs> I was just a dumb kid. That's why I didn't pick the water starter. I was just like, oh man, a dragon? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I just was like, turtle. All right. He's blue. He's cool. I like that. You know what else? I really like the way Blastoise looked. Like he's way, on the cover, man. Dumb, I was like, yeah, that's my boy. Kid, I was he 16 looks, years he old. He's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I think Bulbasaur is my is my starter in the first Pokemon. I started liking Bulbasaur cute. when we played X X and Y. That's when I liked Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. All the generations later, yeah. oh, of course, because he's amazing. He's a monster. He's still a monster. He's ridiculous. He's but still yeah. on the top of the meadow. Yep, that's my game. All right, Chris. All right. So number, number two, two, numero dos. Oh, committing. Here we go. Numero dos. Uh, <laughs> numero dos. Numero. Okay. Folks. Dos. <laughs> Right. So number two, is after some deliberation here. Uh, much deliberation. Much deliberation. Still deliberating. Shut up. No. That's why he's talking. He's doing his preamble right <laughs> now. Guys, Number two after the lobotomy. Uh, so for me, it's uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. There it is. Yep. And uh, I don't even know where to start. You almost took this off your list. I almost did. I, okay, because to be <laughs> again, fair, there, there, there's a, there's a lot of things that that matter to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Symphony of the Night, I put on there ultimately because it 
while certain games may have influenced my love of a game's settings and music, uh, like Mega Man 3, obviously, is very influ- I, I would put Mega Man 3 very high on this list, mm-hmm. or, or Mega Man X even, but they're not on my list. Uh, and I took them out to put Symphony of the Night there, because something about, well, everything about Symphony of the Night speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the setting, the music, the way the game flows, much in, yeah, it's all about the flow of the game. Much much in the way that Joe was talking, the way he loves about Super Metroid is everything I love about Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it's, it, takes, it takes the concept that the Metroid games introduced mm-hmm. and applied Castlevania applied to Castlevania it. Applied Castlevania to it. And first, that was just, the, that was the magic combination for me. Mm. I love the Metroidvania games. I haven't played all of them, but I, I the ones I have played, I have played to death. It was like, kind of like the way, I remember, you remember the old, the, the old map screen in Castlevania 3? Mm-hmm. It's like they took all the stages and put, put them together. Smushed them all together. Yeah. And I, the, but the, the thing I want to talk the most about really is actually the music. Mm. Uh, it was the first video game soundtrack I ever owned. Mm. Uh, Symphony Night soundtrack is still in my top five video game soundtracks of all time. Uh, I, and I mean, like from a you, you can still you can still standpoint. hear the music. Yeah, you, know, you like, can still hear it. I, like I, I don't have to listen to it all the time when you press the start button. Yeah, cling. Like even mm-hmm. like the sound effects, mm-hmm. everything about that game just changed me. Like from the way it starts open with the. Because also, that was the first introduction, uh, probably, because I, I had a PlayStation like a little later mm-hmm. than everybody got it. Uh, and when I went over, again, this is another person, another thing that Joe introduced me to was Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Because I hadn't played it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, I knew it was a thing, but it was hard to get at that point. Because... Uh, it, it, it was it was after it pretty much sold out, but before they had the greatest hits version. Yeah, exactly. So there was, there was a real shit period where you could not get, that was a $100 yeah. game. Like, you could not get that game like, for cheap. Simply that is a game that I, after having played Super Metroid for, was it four years at yeah. that point? Mm-hmm. Like, I could I could not pick this up. Yeah. Like, I, I had to get this game. I was so happy. Like, I went over, and you're like, you know, Castlevania, because I knew Castlevania, because I liked Castlevania for the NES, mm-hmm. and I love, uh, you know, I was one of the few wackos who really liked Dracula X. And he's like, you played Symphony of the Night? And I was like, what? No, I heard about it, though. And he's like, have you ever played it? I'm like, no. Joe put it on immediately. Hell yeah. <laughs> and showed me Holy Cross. <laughs> <laughs> and then we played the game. I'm sure this Richter shit. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed me this dumb Richter shit first, and I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" And you know, that was <laughs> holy cross. <laughs> sticks on this day. Josh is the one that showed me that. <laughs> yeah, but the oh my goodness, this game! I love this game with everything. I mean, I have played it more times than I can count. I don't. I'm the only person who has me beat is probably Josh. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God, that was Josh's game. Yeah, that, like I, I, I will, I will, I will bow to that. No question, that is definitely Josh's game. Josh, but that game is Josh's best, yeah, bitch. Just like Test was. Absolutely. Oh, Test was definitely his best. Ancient reference. R.I.P. Test. It has been <laughs> zero hours. <laughs> so since a very obscure wrestling reference. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Josh beat that game unequipped with with salt as his only sub weapon. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Salt. He punched Dracula to death. It was great, but yeah, that game, that game. Oh my god! Like I don't even know where to start. Mm. Honestly, it's just. Also, I really like the customizable options of just trying out all the different weapons, even like the dumb shit. Mm. You know, like the ones you never actually really used, like the fire shuriken. Like who the fuck really used that? No one, but you nobody. Could. But it was fun. <laughs> you, didn't you know, have to. It was cumbersome to put those weapons. Yeah, on. Yeah, it was just obnoxious. But until you had the duplicator. Yep, until you got the duplicator, and then you do whatever you want. But. 
Well, my favorite thing with Duplicator is actually just getting 99 of every single item in the game. Yeah. And uh, Duplicator with meal ticket. <laughs> he's like oh, every single kind of food possible <laughs> just, just watch the food just like sprinkle out of the ground oh it's amazing so much like we're in Star Trek now <laughs> and I uh, yeah I just that every time I play that every time I start that game up I'm in like to this yeah. day like a friend of mine handed me his PSP because mm. he had just gotten uh, he had just gotten one of the um, like the the was it the uh, Dracula X Chronicles? Yes. Yeah, the yeah, PSP? Yeah. And he like handed it to me. He's like, yo, I got Unlock Symphony. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he just started it and handed mm-hmm. me the thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's just like, <laughs> he just now. smiles. Yeah. And, and I, I'm playing it. And he's like, he didn't even tell, he didn't even say anything. I didn't yeah. even ask him. He's like, yeah, Chris, you can borrow it. <laughs> I was just in. <laughs> I was, because I started playing and I'm like, oh, Symphony. And I was like, oh, this game's amazing. Yep. Every Still, time I play this yep. game, it's amazing. It just, like I, every time I go back to it, I love it so much still, and not many games have that feel for me. But that game, that is always a game that I will I will go back to any. I'm always in the mood to play that game, mm-hmm. which is why I don't always play it because I'll feel like I don't want to ever get sick of it. But I don't think I can, you know. If you haven't at this point, so. yeah, I don't think I can, you know. And, and it's just how many times am I gonna buy this game? Oh, every time. It has, it has a has really good variety. It's aged really well too. Mm-hmm. Like it really has like. Mm-hmm. Much well, in, like, a lot of in, my... in everything but voice acting, well, it got better. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they did they actually did address did that it. in the PSP version. They ruined it, and exactly. then everybody was like, "It's not as campy, so I don't like it." The like, yeah. yeah, that's what you get for listening to the fan base. Konami, hope you've learned your lesson. Oh wait, no, we didn't. Nope. But uh, anyway, I actually don't... appreciated it. I'm happy they fixed it. I just wish there was a fun option to, yeah. you know, hear the original stuff too. That's yeah. That's you all. Know, I had that. It is yeah. cool. It is cool that they, yeah. that they fixed it. No, I mean they, they made the effort to be like, yeah, that was real bad. We like hired some guy off the street. But to then voice this, everyone, but so, then this, know. this is the other side of the spectrum when they remade the X Men arcade game. Well, they left. They, they knew though. They were like, no, that has to stand because yeah. they understood. They were like, this is a meme and this has to well, stand. Well, that 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 opening dialogue is a meme. <laughs> and they understood that too. Yeah. That's Don't true. be ashamed of your past. Is what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I came. That's I right. Love. Don't change your PlayStation Network name. Embrace your past. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't change your PlayStation Network name. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Now you can't. No, you can't. You can't. You can't anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So People Symphony. always bitch about it. Symphony Night. It's the best, mm. and I I will always love it. And just because of that alone, it, it in terms of why I love video games, mm-hmm. it's just it's a perfect example of why and what I love about video games. Mm. So that's probably why it's so influential to me. Okay. All right. Good one. Thank you. Thank you. Anthony. Sir. Numero What's up next. Numero dos. Um. Uh, numero winging dos. it. Uh, numero dos. <laughs> Butter. <laughs> numero dos. <laughs> uh, since I am winging it. Mm-hmm. Zero the- wing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. Four is the three. Okay. Why three? That was the first Forza game that I actually liked. Mm. Um, the first two, same thing. My friend Jason had it. Mm. I hated it. Because <laughs> it, it was it wasn't an arcade one. It, exactly. Mm. It wasn't um it wasn't burnout. And you're like a midnight club dude, right? Yeah, like I'm coming from car games as like Need for Speed Underground. Yeah. Underground, Underground One, Underground Two. Oh, I love those games. Midnight Club. Mm. Stuff like that, that kind of arcadey racing type feel. And now here's this game that, no, you have to kind of drive like how you would drive in real life yeah. now on a track. 
No, okay, he has realistic cars, but I don't like the fact that I have to drive like I'm outside. You got to yeah, break yeah. before you yeah. turn. Like, what? <laughs> Why well, I got I to step on my brake to turn this corner. I can't turn at 100 miles an hour. Why can't I just crash into the wall? Yeah. I, go I into just the, bounce off the wall. Right? If I go into That's the grass, race. I slow down. It's like, come on now. Well, it could be like Outrun, where you crash into the two-dimensional people. How you just do? like come to a dead stop and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> of course, people are strong. I guess Wait, people we'll... people in uh in California are strong, right? <laughs> on the, on the streets. Thanks, Outrun. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a little game. I'm like, okay, but you know, it's a car game. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I've always liked cars. Yeah. Are you and... a dude? You like cars? <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. Dre hates cars. I don't really care for cars. He's at all. indifferent. I think. Listen, I'm not. I'm not a car guy. But if I see a nice car, I'd be like, "Ooh, nice car." <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I mean. That's no, what I. No, mean. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, this game pretty much just solidified me as this is not this a phase of yours. Something that you legitimately love. Yeah. To the point now that I have friends that make fun of me because they say, "Hey, you look at cars when you look at females." <laughs> <laughs> Hey man. Those, these are both guy things, okay? So. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It's like, and it's like the in depth that the game had as like, just the realistic in depth about these things, like the in depth how you can modify these vehicles. We have like legitimate vehicles that you can go outside and see, mm. but you know, you just you can't afford a, a freaking million dollar Bugatti. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I can't. Oh, I don't know. You. Yeah, you're not getting any Ferraris yeah, anytime soon. Well, exactly. Well, Theo, you buy everything, so I'm pretty sure you have one in Queens. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Lying to us, talking about you take an Uber every night. So. <laughs> um, was this the game that had the licensed cars, or they waited a little afterwards to add them in? Which the licensed cars? Like they had like actual, actual, actual brands. Brands. I guess no, actual. Okay. No, for, all Forza games have oh, they, actual, okay. yeah, actual brands. Yes, like Honda, mm-hmm. Toyota, stuff like that. Okay. But like, so with with car wise, like us in the states, the U.S. and like overseas mm-hmm. and. Europe, there's certain cars that they have that we don't have here. Yeah, and we don't get versa. a lot of Aston Martin. I was saying yeah. we don't get the Aston Martin over here. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down, there. So it was like, like at that time, at that point in time, like I was getting like my brother's a mechanic, mm. so you know, hanging out with him and just seeing stuff that he does with his car. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I yeah. can't do it. I can't drive. Yeah, I can do it in this game. Yeah, and like this game, I had people that I can play online, like my friend Jason and my friend Trayvon. They were big car people, just like I am. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Like, who has the fastest car? Like, you can, you and me can have the same exact Honda Civic. But, but how you tuned it. How you tuned it yeah. differently. The engine that you put inside it, your car just moved differently. And that was just, that was for me, that was like the first insight. Like, you don't, you can have the same thing as somebody else, but be different at the same yeah, time, make it yeah. your own. I'm, I'm a big person. I don't like to follow the trend. Yeah. I like to be different. So Says the, song, the person who plays Call of Duty 4. It's a good game. Games. Everybody played that game. <laughs> something is yeah, exactly. something There's a difference between there's a difference between you know playing COD, COD four and finding yourself playing <laughs> COD four, <laughs> which is what he did. Yeah. So, so it was it was like it looked it gave my it piqued my interest about cars mm-hmm. to the point where like I would go online and read up on cars and how to do this and how to do that and I mm-hmm. pretty much made you more of a car guy. Yes, than, like, than you ever thought possible. And that game, that game pretty much told me which was what my first car was gonna be, mm. and I bought a, my first car was an Acura Integra, yeah. and I dropped the shit out of that car in yeah. that game. <laughs> it was like it was a, it's, I, it's a short tell for me on Forza Three, but it's just that 
it changed my mind from a franchise that I hated. Mm. I really thought, like, this is trash. This yeah. is not Need for Speed Underground. Like, give me my street racing. Give me my Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. It, it changed my mind to the track now. No, not even Fast and Furious. It's Fast and Furious anymore. It's true. Right. You, you're right. You're it's right. It's true. Let's not even start on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that gave me my love for vehicles. Mm. Nice. Yeah, like, you know, I come here every week. Hey, guys, I'm going to do this to my car. <laughs> like, I'm on my fourth vehicle now. I should tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> and less than, what, five years? You need to relax. Hey, <laughs> what, uh, real question. What was your favorite car from Forza 3 that you liked? To, like, you, the peak. Let's go nuts. Like, All right. Um, Nissan, what was what's the best fantasy car? It's Nissan Skyline. Skyline, yeah, of course. I knew it. Nissan I don't know why Skyline, I asked. R34. Like, <laughs> another car that's only in Japan. Yes. It's <laughs> freaking right-hand drive. Mm. Oh, it's, I think... Starting probably next year, you can import them to the U.S. now. Oh, really? Yeah, I think... Really? You can import Skylines now? Yes. I mean, they were they were here under another name originally, but, like, they had a um, body, right? I'm For so... a long time? A little car, car knowledge. Carfax. And I know a little bit about this. <laughs> the car that you like, Theo, the Infiniti G35, mm-hmm. is actually the Nissan Skyline in, in Japan. Really? The badge is different, yes. Interesting. Yeah, I knew that. See, I, I knew, like, there was... They, they bring the Skyline over here. They don't call it the Skyline, though. No. Skyline has a spoiler... Um, some of them do, some of them don't. Okay. Like, pretty much with the Infinity. Right, we're we're going to avoid spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> now when there's a Skyline involved. <laughs> um, with the Infinity, what they do is they just detune the engine so it's not as fast, and it's U.S. legal. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, no, I had heard that. Um, I also love the um, the Lancer. Yeah, that, as, so as a kid, my favorite car was a Mustang because I followed my dad. Mm-hmm. As I got older, that, the Lancer became American my favorite American muscle, car. baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's to the point that I'll be walking with a vet, and I'm just staring at a, like, cars passing. Like, Ooh. He's like, you don't look at me like that. I'm just like, well, you know, I don't get yelled at by the car. <laughs> <laughs> the cars don't yell at me. <laughs> uh. yeah, my favorite, actually, I'm a... Dodge Charger guy myself. I, I like the Chargers. Old Chargers, man. Yeah. 1970. No, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel behind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Like, I look at the hand, it's like, yep, I understand you. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Like, to the point now, like, I go to car meets now. Like, I, I'll travel. Like, I travel to freaking upstate Maryland, Virginia to go to a car meet for, like, four hours and go back home. Like, that's how invested I am into these things now. Oh, man. Like, it's I all because of video all games. Because of video games. <laughs> yeah. A single video game. Mm-hmm. I mean, people talk a lot of crap. Like, I have a lot of people like, oh, you still play video games? Like, yeah. And? I'm going to be 80 years old and still play video games. So what's yep. up? Even your uh, even your paramour over there has vet in her name. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Oh, gosh. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> it's been a while since I made one of those songs. No, no, you know, actually, I'm not even mad at it. All right. Um, that's all I really have for Forza. Awesome. All right. Joey, you're up. Yeah. Um, numero dos. Numero dos. Um, well, for this installment, we're going back to numero uno. Uh, Ninja Gaiden was a game. Freaking hard-ass game. Like, it ch- changed my perception of what video games could be. Hmm. Storyline. Story. Cinematic storyline. Yeah. Like... They, well done, they, cinematics on top of that. That you could skip. <laughs> <laughs> you could skip. Yeah, it's funny you can do it back then. With some games, you just can't skip it now. Nope. Yeah. Ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Learn from Ninja Gaiden. Seriously. <laughs> make, it, make it interesting when you want to watch it, mm-hmm. and just a game when you want to play it. Yep. Yes, Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, that game was hard. <laughs> yeah, but it was. 
it was a game that established that I enjoyed playing difficult games. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because I enjoyed the idea of overcoming a very hard obstacle that not many of my friends could get over. Mm. And I could, that this was back in a culture of, you know, could you beat Mike Tyson? You know, like how fast can you get through Mario? Mm. Yeah. You know, that was that was the, you know, the schoolyard culture of the the, the uh, late 1980s. Mm-hmm. You know, early 90s. Early 90s, yeah. yeah. So once I had gotten my Nintendo, I got mine late. Um, I started going back to this. Ninja Gaiden was one that uh, that I would rent frequently. I never owned it. Mm-hmm. But I would rent it frequently because I really enjoyed just trying to force my way through this and seeing how much farther I can get each time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was... that like I played games differently back then. You know, in the co-op era. Yeah. The coin-op era, excuse me. Coin-op. Yeah. It. Okay, a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Where it was not uncommon to make games in this style, in this in this difficult quarter eater, quarter eater, yeah, beat you into the ground, right? <laughs> difficult games make you make you improve in order to get past it, yeah. Instead of you know telling you how to do it, giving you all these free, no, it made you work for it. Was this a arcade port? Did they ever have Ninja Gaiden? Arcades? The Ninja Gaiden arcade game is very Entirely different. different. It's okay. a beat 'em up. Yeah. You were, yeah. Okay. Right. To beat him up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the NES Ninja Gaiden is just a run and slash. Yeah. And had all these cool power ups, and which was just in everyone anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. You, once you familiarize yourself with the game, you'd be like, I avoid that one because I want to keep this yep. item. Mm-hmm. Yep. You learn. Uh, you start. Basically, just fast Castlevania. Basically, yeah. just fast. Va- yeah, Fastvania. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Fastvania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, I wish that was a. Term. <laughs> <laughs> and climbing up the walls was super cool. Mm. That was probably that was probably the main appeal of the game. Well, me. Ninja Gaiden one being on the because like, you could wall clinging right? onto the Clang. walls. Clings. Yeah, wall clinging. Yeah, because it was the first game that did that really. Right. right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like <gasps> infinity. Right? Like you could stay on the wall. Yeah, you could stay on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, it's you not could, a good you idea for you to move up or down. Yeah. But you could you could like finagle jumps and stuff mm. it was really awkward 2 did it better obviously yeah yeah yeah. 2, two, was, two is a better game in every way yes it is <laughs> but Ninja Gaiden 1 was like my introduction to that kind of cinematic style where it told it, it told a story it told a story not in like the way Super Metroid told a story it was telling like a, a story like actual story actual story or mm. dialogue and characters and you know, animations behind them. Explain, yeah. Explained why you were in the situations you were. Mm. It wasn't just you read it, read it in the manual, or you saw it when you turned on the game. Like this, was, you beat a stage, you got a story. You beat yeah. a stage, you got a story. You were rewarded with, you know, furthering the plot. Essentially, mm. that was your reward was figuring yeah. out what's coming next, and you almost never make it to the end. Ooh, that game is brutal, man. Like you either make it to the end in your first try, mm. or you don't make it. Yeah. Did you beat that game? No. Okay. Wait. Yes, I'm sure you probably did. Yes, at I, some point I did. For some reason, two was the one that I couldn't manage to get past. Really? Because yeah. I had more trouble with one than I did yeah. with two. Oh, Maybe I, because I owned two. That's mm. probably why I played it more. <clears throat> I was in the same boat as you. I would go to my local video store and rent it. Yeah, two mm. just had too many final bosses. <laughs> you know, I when sound I like, beat that like when game. I beat that game. Oh my god, that was such a satisfying feeling. Two had too many final bosses. It's but like, di- but but one has stage. Was it five or six that is just like 
unplayably unfair. But there was that one. There was that one playthrough where I made it through that la- like final you stage. You know what I'm talking about. Though, I like, do know what you're talking. They give about. you almost not even close to enough time to beat the stage. That's what I said. You either make it through on your first try mm-hmm. or you don't make it. Oh yeah. my god. So you get there, and then if you can do that and manage to beat the bosses, you got the game. Mm-hmm. But at Ninja Gaiden Two. You have to be three final bosses with one life bar. Yeah, it's, it's so, and this yeah. after like an already insanely difficult stage. Ooh. Right. And what is two the one that sends you back to the beginning of the stage if you die in the final yep. boss, or is that one? No, that's two. That's great. That's two and one. That's both. Of them. Oh, that's lovely. They both do that. Great mechanic. Thanks. Oh, however, two two oh, doesn't start you. No, two doesn't start you in the beginning of the level when you die. It it starts you in the last part, but you're so limited by the amount of weapons and items you can get. Well, it might as well you just might as well kill you. That remind me of um. Sorry to piggyback, no, but um. Before. I think it was Streets of Rage one. Mm-hmm. You went to the boss and you had to pick like. I think two switches. Mm. One switch we had to fight the final boss. Other switch like you send you back a couple stages back in the game. Like oh hell's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Ninja Gaiden though. Uh, those games are fun. Those games are a lot of fun mm. and very difficult. Really punishing. Mm. You learn to hate birds in that game. In uh, every game. They it's do like three the, bars in it's life. It's like the first jerk bird game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking <bird>. assholes. <laughs> Does this precede Castlevania with the Medusa head? <laughs> Medusa heads are, are not hard. Yeah, they suck, though. They suck, but they're not hard. Yeah, and they don't knock you off ladders. They don't knock you into your doom un- unless you're on a particular platform. Mm. Like, birds, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> because they end, Especially because they don't go away. Yeah, you, also, a whip is a lot longer than a katana. Yeah. True. So. And, the, and the birds stick around. The, the angle of attack in Ninja Gaiden I always found to be very awkward. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it had a very satisfying... Um, hit to it you know where like the sound was like, like a, yeah like a it's satisfying yeah. yeah but I couldn't even hit the candles <laughs> in the game I, was, I suck at Ninja Gun <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at that game garbage terrible you are pretty good at that game I am you're pretty good at stage 2 oh, stay, oh man stage my stage 2's are amazing they're a thing of legend <laughs> let me tell you I remember when I uh, when I uh, went on a trip to Jamaica in a resort hotel mm. with my family um, there was like a little video game station and Ninja Gaiden was in one of the games I would play every day nice and I made a friend from California like watch me play Ninja Gaiden <laughs> now sit down yeah <laughs> <laughs> of Shut course up. now you have no idea what that friend from California is all about anymore not a, not a clue no. <laughs> that's kind of cool though <laughs> nice. but it was a nice little experience you know like getting like watching me Having people watch me get to stage four with no with no problem, no problem, yeah, yeah. again satisfaction. Yeah, it was good. And Ninja Gaiden Two is a, is a much better game, and I enjoyed Ninja Gaiden Two a lot more. But um, Ninja Gaiden taught me how to appreciate games like that. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense, Joe, how you approach games. Yeah, <laughs> again, <laughs> it makes all the sense in the world. Dre, what what's your numero dos? Uh, I'm going with NHL 2002. <laughs> Yes. God damn it! <laughs> is, this, is this that hockey game that you worship a lot? Yes. Okay. It's the greatest yeah, sports game ever missed, made. Yeah. It's the greatest sports game ever made. Uh, no man, question. I don't even know where, where I can to start, start with this game. Like, start I, with the commentary. Well, it's the best part of the game. So, <laughs> uh, this commentary and it does rub a lot of like 
straight straight up real hockey fans is the wrong way. And I'm a huge hockey fan too. Yeah. So let's not get it twisted. But this commentary is gold. It the the two guys and I don't even remember their names anymore. Don and Jim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're actual. Oh, I remember. They're actual announcers, or they're actual at, announcers at the yeah. time they were actual. I don't know if they're still actively announcing. Were, now. It was Don and Jim. They, I don't remember their last names. They turned it into it was just this huge comedy sketch. Like the game did not take itself seriously at all. Mm-hmm. Nope, the, it was a cartoon. They were just cracking jokes the entire time, mm-hmm. and it, I I got so good at the game, right? That I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'm. I, you're starting to hear the same lines over and over because there's only so many lines that are recorded for when you're beating the computer 15 to 0. Mm-hmm. On the hardest difficulty. <laughs> so After five goals, Magna Goalie. Uh, my Magna Goalie kicked in after about 20. 20, yeah, yeah. Same here. When you get to like 19, it's like... It starts to get a little hard. It starts literally... A pro, like It literally like... It's actually harder to score goals. Like it's like into the, it's in the it's in the programming code. They just... <laughs> it's EA. They so. cheat. <laughs> they start cheating when you get to 20 goals. So, I stopped playing for a long time, and then one day I came back. It was like four years later, mm-hmm. and I stopped playing. And I was saying averaging twenty-two goals a game on the hardest difficulty. I come back. I can't play the game anymore because I've been away from it for so long. Mm-hmm. And I, I squeak out a one-to-nothing victory. And the entire second half of the game, like the last thirty minutes in in game time, I'm hearing commentary that I've never heard before. And, and it's like to, five years later. And up until this point, how much hours you put into it? Thousands. Wow, a lot. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying like a thousand. Yeah. It's probably somewhere around three thousand or so. It's, it's, it's no, it's bockers. Like, he, I, I didn't put in as much as Dre, but I put in a lot. This, yeah. I've never played a sports game more in my life than this game. <laughs> the, it's also fun. What, what can I say about <laughs> this game? I, I basically took everybody I knew, and put them into this game. Mm. Uh. The the idea that on a PC you can do whatever you want to to your games was foreign to me until I played this game. Yeah. Where I had modified all of the uniforms in the game to give the give each team like a new modern uniform. I took a team and moved them to Seattle, because why not? <laughs> the Seattle Stealth. Stealth. So cool. <laughs> uh every Ch- changed everyone's logos, updated ev- uniforms. Everybody had new logos, new uniforms, the every every character I put in the game had a picture mm. not just like a generic silhouette yeah. these were not things that I ever considered was a possibility uh, when I was when I was playing any game on at the time I guess like my Playstation mm-hmm. or and, and, and it's not like I was not into computer game I, I was probably one of the first people that I knew that actually cared about computer gaming yeah. but it wasn't like at that point like there was a lot of Warcraft 2. We played a lot of Warcraft 2 when I was growing up. Yeah. And in Warcraft 2, you can make your own maps. But those maps are following the rules of Warcraft. We weren't changing what the the, uh, the units were. Mm. You know, you could modify their stats, but a rifleman is a rifleman. You don't, you can't change it, and it's not a rifleman anymore. Mm. Like, I could just say, you know what? Fuck the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> you guys are going over to Oklahoma. Yep. And give them a new uniform. This is an entirely different team. Yeah, uh, new uniform, new, and it's not part of the game. Uh, this is some. I'm gonna reach into this game mm-hmm. and put these guys over here. There is nothing more fun than like having your favorite game and like, how can I make this better? You you wander upon like this forum post and one Saturday afternoon, like, okay, this yeah, is this, my we- this is my weekend. Yep. <laughs> well, Trey, you remember the uh, the drafts too? 
So after we Simming. after we created everybody, we would then. This is when I was transitioning from the I'm going to play and destroy this game to man, I can't really do much else in, in gameplay in this game. <laughs> so us, our the the WrestleMania 2000 fanatics that we are, yep. would just sit and watch a game simulate. <laughs> So we would we sim would, careers. We would draft, have the computer draft everybody to their own teams, and mm. sim out careers, and then see who did the best. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was- I, I, I did this on like the home console version, which of course is limited. I didn't have the uh, mm. the same features, but again, I created everyone you know who I was friends with, yeah. and watching people go to different teams and like Be and see and and, oh my god, and seeing how they did every season was so much fun. Yeah, just just watching that alone was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this game. Yeah. Uh, I was always the first one drafted, by the way. Always. Every single time. Because they knew. Always. They knew. Yeah, because he Wait, was a scorer. He didn't know how to pass. Your game on. Oh, Dre? On my oh. game. Oh, Dre. Oh, I was never the first one drafted on my Dre was actually the first one drafted on all my games, which I thought was weird. Huh. And since we both played left wing, because we're both we play, jerks. We, we played the. Adam Graves. Adam Graves, baby. baby. Hell yeah. Number nine. <laughs> we both played the same position, and I think on my game, he had lower stats. But they just liked him more. Yeah, they just liked me more. And I was always the first one to get ranked because uh, your stats uh, get better. Mm. I was always the first one to get like leveled up to hundred. He always got every it. every time. It was In so fact, weird. It was, computer, believe, the computer loved me. Once Grace you got to to, to one hundred stats, the computer kind of made you worse. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Hmm. So like, as you're when you were making the character, you never wanted to make them at one hundred because they sucked. Yeah. So you'd make them at like ninety two. Mm. I think I had Chris at ninety one. So he would always end up at 100 first because he'd have the ridiculous season. Bonkers ass, like, <laughs> rookie season. <laughs> 80 goals, some stupid shit. Uh, Joe, oh. Joe was the goalie. He never yep. let anything in. No, that's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Joe was also the goalie in my game as well. That's the way I am emotionally. <laughs> so good. And... But, if you, man, the amount of hours you put in this game too, and on mm. top of... Like, I gotta go back to the announcers just for a second. These guys literally, like, to this day, in fact, they at the end of this episode, mm. I want you to put up an announcement, like, an announcing <laughs> clip. I'm going to find, like, the best one. You're going to put it They're in there. Put it in there at the because end. Because it is, maybe the, uh, maybe the, uh, the calculation joke. You know what I'm talking <laughs> Tell about? Tell me something I yeah, don't exactly. know. Yeah, exactly, yes. <laughs> you're in here. Like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> These guys were amazing. Don and Jim. Oh, my God. Don Taylor and, uh, Jim Clement. Yeah. Yeah. their names. They were amazing. So good. Uh, so yeah, this this game was basically my introduction to PC modding, mm. uh, which I you know I'm not I'm not as heavy as I am as I was in back then, but it's after, harder to do now. Yeah, <laughs> ironically, thanks, Steam. Uh, but that after is why you, that is why you game on a PC. After I got that game and I played it for like three straight years, I moved on to MLB two uh, two thousand five MVP Baseball two thousand five two thousand five, which is the best mm-hmm. baseball game that was ever created. And I basically did the same thing to that game. Oh wow! <laughs> and that lasted me for a long time too. <laughs> you just don't get good sports games anymore. I mean, one would argue that FIFA's pretty hot. Yes, FIFA's about to get FIFA's about to get shit. Why? Because Konami just gave up their license with the uh, the software. Oh, please. No, that's not going to do no, anything. That's, that's Let me tell you. All right. We'll, we'll digress for a second here. FIFA was garbage. 
FIFA still is garbage. No, it is no, not. That's that is untrue. A, that is not true at all. FIFA was garbage, and Konami had the better game for yep. many years. When eleven then, was the best for years and years. And then EA was just like, man, that we can't. We can't. Yes. Well, yeah, it's called Pro Evolution here. Oh, yeah. okay. It was. They usually brought over as winning eleven. Okay. We can't. We can't keep losing to these guys because we're EA. They they don't know what soccer is, and then they they put together a campaign basically around like two thousand and eight, I think. Mm-hmm. 2008, when they, they revitalized NHL in 2008, and then yeah. they went and, and started killing with FIFA. FIFA and FIFA is... was unbeatable up until maybe like two years ago when Pro Evolution or Winning Eleven was like, we still know how to do this. Yeah. But FIFA... now, they're, now they're losing their license. They're done. Yeah, FIFA is not, not garbage gonna at all, man. FIFA's going to be That's, good still. Yeah, FIFA, FIFA was a... Like, I, I, I just... No, I mean, you know, of course not. It's not for you, but like... Trust no, me. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, this is EA we're talking about. Low effort. No, I understand. You know, well, the, uh, the EA no, will never low effort FIFA. No, FIFA sells too well. Everywhere. They think it everywhere. It's the just number here. one world, worldwide selling game every year. Yeah. So it will never be I in saw, that situation. I saw somebody who Even platinumed just... every single FIFA for every single region. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Jesus. I'm not even joking. Like a wow. friend of mine who has some like... Uh, no, a yeah, friend FIFA's of a friend. Like, FIFA's ridiculously popular. Yeah, mm. FIFA's, FIFA's so popular it's psychotic. Like and and I mean it's a great game. It's well made. It's it's it deserves it. Mm. You know, it's been it's been consistently good for years. So yeah, you know, I'm ha- I'm happy that you know a good game gets what it deserves. Yep, for the fans. Yeah. All right. It's buggy as hell. <laughs> so NHL 2002 is mine. Mm-hmm. Theo number three. My number three. Uh, Joe said something earlier that was very important. Where Ninja Gaiden was like the game that introduced him to story in video games. And after the whole Pokemon fiasco where I said, I was like, man, there's a lot of talking. I grew to appreciate talking in JRPGs and then just started playing JRPGs after that. And that was my reward. It was the right right era for it. Yes. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Getting into JRPGs during the Super Nintendo and PlayStation 1 era? Yep. Never been um, better. I was I'm I'm still not very good at games, but I, I was never great at games. So yeah. like JRPGs was like my thing because I I could move at my own pace, but I wasn't there for the gameplay. I was like always there for the story. So it's I would not reaction like, based yeah, yeah. I, I would always do a battle and be like, Okay, cool, I'm gonna be rewarded to like this awesome story. That, that's why I like the Zeno game Zeno Gear game so much because you're getting a thirty minute cutscene after a battle. Yep. Fucking love that shit. Yeah, I guess so. So um I remember just one day on the whim, going to GameStop and getting the Ace Attorney series. Oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> Mute. Mute. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Uh, this is why was... he wasn't on the tweet. <laughs> so I knew nothing about this game. Uh-huh. Just GameStop had a buy two get one um, free sale, and I was like, okay, all right, I want something for my DS. Like, yeah. What What can I get? So I see all these like anime looking things, and I was like heavily into anime at the time. Of course. And I'm look I'm looking at all three games in sequence. I'm like, okay, let me, let's try. This is pretty cheap. <laughs> and I remember distinctly, I went to the 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 GA at the time and he's he looked at all three games like just like you got all three games. I was like, yeah, it was just there over there. He he just looked at me and shook my hand. He was like, you're gonna enjoy this. And I was like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's I don't even know what kind of games these are. So I get home and I start playing it and I'm like, oh, this is just like a text game. Like, this is interesting. Like, I see like this plucky lawyer and Fuck. he's like, 
We're still so anyway. <laughs> so I'm playing through this game and I'm like, okay, we're like, what do I have to do? Like the your cohort that is helping you with the cases, like telling you like clues and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, okay. It's a problem solving game, but also like a visual novel and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, this is kinda like a JRPG without the battle system. Like it's just the story. And oh boy, here we go. <laughs> I remember playing the first case and stuck on it for like honestly like maybe a week or so and I'm like I'm not gonna look up this solution I'm gonna like try to figure this thing out and get into a certain part and thinking about it like when I'm away from the game like okay if I do this and this and that oh that's the solution so I, I presented that case and then the person was like yeah that's how you solve the case and from then I was You're hooked right. I was hooked to this thing and I'm like okay I love JRPGs but the battle isn't the thing that's drive me forward a lot of times. It wasn't the actual battles. Yeah, like the they, they were fun and stuff like that, but that's not why I'm playing. I'm playing it for the story. But I was like, oh, this is just condensing a JRPG into a story, and into just story. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I think the Phoenix Wright trilogy is the best trilogy in gaming by far. Huh? Yes. Are we talking about consistency here? Yes. Hmm. Each game ramps up. Each game has a very thorough story a throughput and it followed the conclusion to the third Phoenix Wright game is so fucking good it's a very interesting argument there yeah it's the best trilogy in gaming <laughs> what's, oh a, what's a better one I'm thinking yeah I, they always drop the ball Adrian, <laughs> especially in the first three yeah. there's always one that's garbage yes and each game got significantly better than the last one and it, if, especially if if you're, if you're okay, so and this is your it, guidelines are. Is it, it peaks at the third one? I can, I can feel all of us thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I was gonna say Uncharted, I, but a three is not no, better than two. Not, so mm-hmm. it's still I know, great. I, I know you guys want to say Mass Effect. No. Nope. Cause no. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna think two is better than three. Devil May Cry, but I didn't care for two. Two so. is not I'm, great. Yeah, two is not great. And okay. I like that game, but it's not yeah. good. Can't all say right. Mega Man One is not great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, Onimusha. Let's go. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's up there, man. Onimusha's good. Another Capcom franchise. Onimusha's good. <laughs> two is like the week of the week. Two's still pretty good, one. though. It's, it's still pretty good. No, not honestly, good. I, don't, I think two's a better game than one. Mm, yeah. Okay. No. And three? Three is amazing. Three is, three is the best yeah, three one. Three is absolutely yes. amazing. But, um, yeah, from from this, it introduced me to um, Shu Takami, I, I believe is the is writer. Yeah, okay. the writer of the game. And he also did like one of my favorite games ever, Ghost Trick. And from then, I was like, I will always follow this man's work. Well, that explains this, absolutely everything he, about you. He yeah. is an amazing writer. And <laughs> one of the, some of the best stories in gaming. And I know that's not, that's a weird thing to say because, you know, sometimes you don't play games <laughs> with stories, but I do. I play games. I would. I would like to play games <laughs> for stories. But um, yeah, the first Ace Attorney it got me into visual novels. Nice. Now we know why you like Asura's Wrath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be fair, I like Asura's Wrath. Oh. So like, I can't even don't, pretend. Don't encourage him. Oh, I am. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Especially when it comes to Asura's Wrath. <laughs> Chris, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> the sadness coming from disappointment is kind of something. amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, by the, by the way, just just to recall this, this dude talked about Phoenix Wright on the interview, which is the the I believe the second posting that we ever did. Yep. Yep. And I was not happy then. I know. <laughs> still not happy. And I'm still not happy now. No. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> all right. So this one, uh, this one's very near and dear to my heart, uh, and 
pretty much to most of the people at this table as well. Uh, put WrestleMania 2000 on there. Hmm. Uh, we got a mention in passing already. Yeah. It, is, it has it, been zero hours <laughs> yeah. since our last wrestling Yeah, it's going to be a giant wrestling reference. But my love of this game and the impact it left on me for so many different reasons. Uh, it was the first game that I ever enjoyed simming anything. <laughs> I mean, that's just not like the main thing. But in terms of... Just the idea of the game playing itself yeah. was appealing. Yeah, it was kind of really with, cool With to your me. creation. With uh, my creations and your creations and all of our creations fighting one another. Mm-hmm. Whose would win? Yeah. If there was like something... Mine. Yeah, Dre's definitely. <laughs> it was Dre. Almost every time. In, a, in 90 seconds. Piece of shit. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Fucking Zephyr. God damn it. So, I well, there's a couple things that come to mind about my love of this game. Uh, one of them, ironically, is not the music, because oh boy, yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Mm, it's except not for except for Zen Master's theme <laughs> and Jagus's theme <laughs> and Jagus's theme exactly. I am really evil. <laughs> the only two unique songs <laughs> in the game. So. Not quite the Starcade music from the previous. Oh, uh, you know, not, not many things can be the Starcade music, <laughs> uh, but. The amount of fun I had playing this game mm-hmm. and not playing this game, <laughs> which we had fun both playing and yeah, not playing, and that, it. yeah, it was it was it was absolutely wonderful. It took ninety five percent of the things I loved about uh, Revenge, mm-hmm. which the because uh, original licensing from Rocky was to the WCW games, mm-hmm. and then they switched to WWE at the appropriate time, and then they did something crazy mm-hmm. and put in a character creator. Yep, and. This is not the Mind first you, wrestling game with a character. Game. No, no, that but was, it was the first wrestling game in a good system. In a good system with uh, that was yeah, because the first one was probably Attitude. Yeah, that game was garbage. Oh, that game was bad. Mm. We played it. I played it to death. <laughs> we all fucking played that game. Yeah, because we had our own. That's wrestlers. all we had. We all had our. We were, it was the beginning of creating our wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. The very, very early prototypes of absolutely everyone who's in the UWF now came from Attitude. Jesus, that master looked like a hippie in Attitude. Oh. <laughs> It was awful. <laughs> so <laughs> not good. Poor 69 got deleted and his moves got replaced. This is Valvinus. Valvinus is moved because Josh would never. never notice. Never Uh-oh, noticed. is that getting, is that getting, is Yeah, that, it's long out enough. there now. It's long enough now. I figure he should know. Josh, there's a lot in this episode for you. I really hope you listen to it. Because <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a a 20-year-old buried secret. And he never said and he anything. he never knew. <laughs> he was like, I was with Valvinus' moves on. Josh, will know the difference. <laughs> with like the top hat and the vest yeah. <laughs> good times oh my god uh. <laughs> oh my god that game was horrible oh, but I'm not here to talk about that shit game uh, yeah we're gonna talk about the good game the good game that gave us many 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 hours of entertainment and even beyond that man I kept simming after I actually liked the simming more in this game than No Mercy oh we're still simming it today yep I'm still simming it right now I mean um whoop no, I didn't hear anything <laughs> I was talking about. Uh, also, I remember trying to find this game opening like its uh, debut week. Mm. That was not easy. Not easy at all. Because uh, N sixty four games, uh, when they were good, the, the good ones were very few and far between. Mm-hmm. So finding them, and this is you know before pre orders were really a thing. Yeah, was when you just had to go 
go get it and pray and pray to God. You it's, can it's go funny that, now that pre-orders are a thing. They're all, all are important. Uh, yep. Now you're gonna it. And I scoured the city for this mm-hmm. game because I, I I wanted it so bad because I, I I remember because just the idea of creating a wrestler yeah. finally you know instead of just putting madness on everybody <laughs> you know like, and we put madness <laughs> and we put madness on, on everybody. everybody. <laughs> Okay, everybody got Macho Man's outfit and revenge. Every single character, <laughs> because there was a madness version of everyone. Because Joe and I madness. decided this had a, how it had to go. <laughs> so Taker had a madness version. So this, no, this well, is Taker wasn't Taker wasn't in revenge. So okay. this is WCW. Okay, well, okay. but uh, Alex Wright did. Alex Wright did. <laughs> Hayabusa did. <laughs> Good times. Or Hanzo Man. Hanzo Man. Hanzo Ultimate Man. Dragon did. Ultimate Dragon did. Uh, but yeah, oh my god. So hunting this game down was absolute pain in the ass. Mm. Uh, I was running around with with Sean, Joe's brother, and we we literally we hit Manhattan Mall up, we hit the software etc across mm. the street, we hit the EB Games in the mall, mm. nothing, couldn't find it anywhere. All right, Game Express on Thirty Second Street, nothing. Game Express doesn't have it. Yeah, good luck. Like, yeah, that's, and and thank God for all the little itty bitty like electronic stores mm-hmm. that. You still exist, you know. They see like the, the mom and pop brick and yeah, the mom, stuff. yeah, the brick and mortar stores, like little like, yeah, you know, like cheap laptops and stuff. Oh, we were, yeah. we were they usually do phone repair most of the time now, but they sell video games back then, you know. And I'd wander in and I saw, it. must have been the last damn copy in the city, hmm. and it cost me a hundred dollars. And you got it. And I bought it, and I to this still to this day one of the greatest. That's the best hundred dollars ever spent, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, considering I'm still playing that game. <laughs> Yeah, right. Everything your money's worth. Absolutely, the hours and hours I went into that game, mm. and it it made me fall in love with character creation. You know, like I, I had character customization wasn't as far as like creating what a character looked like and mm-hmm. and how they moved and the fact that you could give a character a specific kind of move set. Like you know, we were all jerks. And everybody was a high flying maniac asshole. Yeah, we all made the same characters. Character. We all made the same character essentially, but. Watching the growth as we decided to actually flesh them out mm. and starting to create unique personalities and and then we like wrote stories for some of these characters. We all had our own wrestling feds with some of our wrestlers borrowed here and there. Mm. You know. Some of us took titles from other yep. ones. Some people took titles back. from other ones, you know. Like that's I remember, the that's the way it should have been though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. I mean yeah, that's that's some territory shit. Yeah. Jim Cornette would have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have loved that. You know, and also, just you know, playing with every everybody was playing it too. That was the other thing that was great. Hmm. The most important thing. That's uh, the main. That's the other main reason why I put this on there because I miss couch multiplayer hmm. and this game reflects a lot of the things I loved about it. Because it didn't even need to be split screen, which is great. No, it was everybody was in the ring. It's one know? of the biggest advantages of a wrestling game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Never needs to be split screen, so it can always be couch co op. There's no excuse for it not to be. Yeah. And yeah, WrestleMania 2000, man. The reason it won the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exa- the exact reason why it won. It's oh, a good ass game. No, man. I love that game and I always will. And yeah, and also help me also help me learn about wrestling moves. Like mm. it showed me a lot of moves that I didn't see a lot of because I hadn't watched a lot of Japanese wrestling yet. Mm. So it kinda like really influenced my love of uh Japanese wrestling as well. I wouldn't know who the fuck Hayabusa was if not for that series, really. So yeah. It means a lot to me. WrestleMania two thousand. Still amazing. Yep. Still trying to recreate the magic in in these other games. Seriously. It's Although I have the look so far. The looks look real good. 
But, you know, that's all I got. All right. And third one. Make it simple for you guys. <laughs> Wait. Is it only Musha? Nah. Is it only Musha? <laughs> nah. Not nah. Musha? Okay. You got a war? It's the other guy with swords. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Kratos. Mm-hmm. Not a war. Finally getting to the picture I put for him. <laughs> I figured I'd let you guys stop sweating. <laughs> <laughs> um, God of War showed me something that um, I like I learned it as a kid, but as I've gotten older as an adult, that I had to kind of dwell into it. Naked titties. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but <laughs> <laughs> didn't hurt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Gadawa showed me that even though, if, even though you know you had, <laughs> I'm sorry, trades cracked. He cracked. Not bad. <laughs> He's like, I will not laugh at titties. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be an adult here. Right? <laughs> Someone has to be. <laughs> God of War showed me that even though you might choose, like, the wrong path, like, even though you're a fucked up person, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't change what you want to do in life and, you know, do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, when I was young, I didn't have, like, you know, money to buy games. So it was a game that my brother picked up. And usually he had a bad taste in games. (laughs) (laughs) So he picked up this game, like, great. Another game. Never heard of it. There was, like, literally, I don't think there was anything, like, you know, Trailers, nothing on TV, no nothing about. It just kind of just mm. came out of I nowhere. Mean, yeah, it came out of nowhere for me also. Those and, were the best ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was a word of mouth game. Yeah, it really was. And um, there was some initial hype on it, but yeah, it was nothing. And then it came, it came, the game came out, and watched my brother playing it. I mean, this game looks pretty cool. But he was the type of brother like if it was a single player game. He's playing it first. Yeah, he's playing it first. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. The pecking order, man. He's he's <laughs> he's gonna beat the game first. But later, you know that he worked. I didn't. I went to school and I was only at three o'clock. Got no more time. <laughs> so yo, we would argue all the time because he would like be trying to sleep. It's ten o'clock at night. I should be in bed for school, <laughs> but our rooms are in the attic. My mom is not coming upstairs in the attic to check on me. So Ooh. I'm up on this game. <laughs> I think I must have beat that game like my third week of playing it, and it's something that I had over him because you know I'm like yo, I beat this game before you. And you bought it. Yep. And you, you, this is your money, your memory <laughs> card. You know your PS2. Um, but yeah, it just this the story of God of what what caught me and like I was I always loved um Greek mythology. I like mythology in general, Greek yeah. mythology, Egyptian mythology. It was just it was different. You mm. never had a game that gave you that. Like yeah. freaking you far come to find out that Zeus is an asshole. Well, well, uh, yeah. well as a Kid, you know you you you're used to Disney Zeus. Exactly, oh, Hercules. All right. Yeah, you know Hercules. He was he was cool. You get this dude that gave me a story like, yo, you you killed, you fucked up, you killed your wife and your daughter, mm-hmm. like you you did that, and now you're pretty much repenting for your sin yeah. that you can't handle it, and now you're trying to redeem yourself to live a better life. Like that, that as a kid, that was, yo, that was different for me because you know I never experienced that in a video game mm-hmm. before. Even now, it's like, I know you guys always make fun of Kratos. Oh, you know, he destroyed, he destroyed the world and whatnot. He did. He, he did. He's kind of an unredeemable force at the, by yes. the time. So, But he's, he's definitely an element of, uh, like, chaos towards the end of, at the end of God of War 3. I mean, 
he's the god of war. It's more like a demon. <laughs> more like the god of destruction at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Hakai. It, it it just it turned into like my like like I played every single God of War game except the mobile version, which I don't know how to get. Uh, put it on your cell phone. Mobile? Do you mean like, the PSP version? No, there's a mobile like a cell phone version oh, to the game. The I played it. The side scrolling one. Yes, yeah. that one. I, I never played it. Man. It's like for like flip phones. Yeah, oh. I'm playing that on my I played it. My, that game Motorola was that game was awesome. It was all right. It was pretty good. I totally forgot about it that. It shocked me. It was excellent. Holy that was a fuck. good game. Never played it. I played every single. I can say that now. <laughs> <laughs> I played pretty much every single God of War except that one. Like this is a game that, like I said, no matter how you could get a one out of ten, I'm gonna pick it up and play. Yeah, yeah. It. This is just that's my franchise. Mm. Um, it just gives a lot of backstory of Greek mythology, like a different twist on it mm. about. Uh, Zeus having this other child and this prophecy is like even though in Greek mythology there was his name is in Greek mythology but not there's not the same backstory mm. he's not a Spartan warrior nothing like that and it was just a, it was a good twist on like something that I always wanted to learn about you know all the different gods you know made you interested in mythology period yeah that's like, cool. I didn't just, know that Again, another game that oh shit they made this game for Anthony <laughs> like just like how I brag about yo. I want. I have to play Assassin's Creed Origins because mm. it's in Egypt. Yeah. I don't have. There's no games. I don't think Prince, Prince of Persia in Egypt. What is it? Was it? It's. I think it was in Persia. East, Persia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Prince of Persia. I mean, what is now? Listen. What is now Iraq? Yes. Listen. It, it tells you how much I know about. Somebody <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> need some uh, geography lessons. Is what we're saying. <laughs> they call him Prince of Egypt. <laughs> That's, That's another movie. movie. <laughs> Good movie. It's all right. Prince of Space, however, not a good movie. Mm. That was an actual movie? That title? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just, for me as a kid in school, it was just different for that time. And you know, I'm not going to lie, like a little backstory. I met somebody at my current job that didn't have that good of a upbringing and made some dumb choices. Mm. And now he's, he went through the, the bullshit. And now you're trying to make a difference in his life. I'm like, okay, like, that sh- kind of shows me, like, okay, like, not everybody took a wrong path. You can forgive people. Yeah. Like, yeah, people might fuck up or make a wrong decision, but people are, people can redeem themselves if they really want to. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's redeemable, of course, as we know, as people. Like Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you can see in the trailers, he's trying to make a difference. So. Okay. <laughs> you know, trying. It doesn't hurt to try. It's a redemption story. Yes. Probably the first of many. Yeah. Got a lot of redeeming to do. You blew yeah. up the world. He literally blew up the world, so yeah. I mean, if somebody that. tricked into killing your family, you think you would probably want to He was blow kind up. of a maniac before then. And then, so, yeah. what's, the, so what's the solution? Kill everyone else's family. That's <laughs> all he knows, man. That's all he knows. Listen. <laughs> this is all I'm good at. Rawr! That's it. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's how that happened. I mean, if you keep trying to do the right thing, it's why I keep pushing. Like, there was a post I had with... Um, with Mewtwo, and he was looking at me. I think I have that. I got to look it up. Mm. But it was pretty much... Like, looking at the mirror, in no, a, or a Looking tube. like Mew. Look, he was looking at Mew inside of a tube. Yeah. And it I, oh, I wish Something I like, this is what happens when you push somebody like, too yeah, like, far. Like, you, like you, you, you push, you push us, 
and now when we act react in a certain way you look around yeah. turn around call us evil but you the one that made us this way pokemon the deepest story yeah. <laughs> it's true <laughs> who knew yeah. it's like look like, like yeah he was a spartan warrior mm -hmm. but he, he didn't want to kill his family he got he he got goaded into doing that he got goaded into being a god of war going to kill his family going into doing everything I, so it, it makes sense that he turns into an agent of literal chaos yeah like he's like his whole story played off him before he even knew yeah. what yeah. it was going on. So he's, it's, it's, it's just him rebelling yes. against everything. Now he's, like like he's, like, now he's literally like, yeah. fuck the world. Yeah. Everything fuck must true, perish true now. True essence yeah. of a Greek tragedy. Yeah. yeah. He's Seth Rollins. Burn it, guys. You guys just can't get enough of this wrestling thing. No, can we can't. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about God work because I speak about it pretty much every other podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's important. Uh, yeah, it, it, people can change. People can be redeemed if mm -hmm. they choose to be. And they can grow beards and have children. And turn into Triple H. Sure. It has been zero seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> what do you have for number three? Well, I got into the Nintendo Power um, subscription after the Dragon Warrior promotion had ended mm. I lent in my Dragon Warrior I got it back like 20 years later <laughs> did. but um, the first RPG I ever really spent a lot of time with and prior to this I had uh, dabbled in a few RPGs before mm -hmm. uh, I borrowed Final Fantasy from a friend and he would just not let me have it back <laughs> After I had it for like one day, <laughs> I brought it for I, I played it at his uh, at his uh, birthday party. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to borrow this game when you're done with it, and he never got around to it. So when I got a Super Nintendo, one of the first games I got was Final Fantasy II, mm. which mm -hmm. is four. And Final Fantasy IV was probably my first full length hands on experience with an RPG, mm -hmm. and that was after. What had to be about six years of uh, of like actual video gaming, yeah. You know, or it was like nothing but really action, run and gun, um, hack and slash, and then like I finally got to an RPG in 1991 mm -hmm. with Final Fantasy II because I I had liked what I had played from the original Final Fantasy. Uh, I I liked the idea of you know creating like a, a party a like. And you know, fight fighting with those and like and like selecting what they do, get the combat going on like that. And then Final Fantasy Four comes. I'm gonna call it Four from here on out. Yeah, it's um, just for clarity's yeah. sake. Mm -hmm. And Final Fantasy Four comes about. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this now. This is where this is where I'm at. This this is this is where the franchise is at now. It's the second. It's the second installment that you know of. That I know of. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see, let's see where it is. Um, and it was great. It was a fantastic experience. Um, everything I knew from the from Final Fantasy on the NES was still there. Yep. You know, the combat Men style. Menus. Menus and the combat style was still the same. You know, you know, there's there's like so much there's so much to do. Yeah. You know, this is the game where that the appeal was like there's a lot to there's a lot to keep track of. There's a lot to manage. In this in this game, you have an inventory. Everyone has equipment. You know, battle placements. You know, you're you can select what you do. You can cast a spell, or you can just attack. 
You can run away if you need to. There's a lot of options in front of you, and that's what appealed to me about an RPG. Also, the story element coming from, you know, learning how to appreciate a Ninja Gaiden yeah. is present. And even though the translation wasn't so good, it was still able to figure out what was going on. Yeah. It was good uh, enough. And yeah. It, you made the story. It, yeah. And it starts off in a very... I love that opening. Yeah. It's I my favorite. That is, a, that is a so fantastic much. opening. Yeah. My favorite video game opening of all time. Yeah. Still. The US version makes it... It kind of ruins it. Though. Yeah. Unfortunately. So good. Just it's still bit. good. It's still so good. The the fade in, yeah. <sighs> the music, yeah. Oh my it god! Is, it is like the it is like the opening of a, of a movie. Kind of, epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beginning of this actual fantasy epic. It's mm-hmm. perfect. With the flash, with the flashbacks of what had just happened. Yeah. Oh. You know, like, am I playing a villain? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Which is why the original opening is a little bit better. Because the U.S. version, they immediately put in text boxes of Cecil like, I don't really, really want to do this, mm-hmm. but sure, I guess I'll kind of have to. Mm. It was something that 10-year-old me probably needed. Yeah, As I much guess. as I hate to admit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah. Suppose, you know, for that purpose, it, the, the localization and adding it in is probably a There's little not, bit better. There wasn't really, as emotive as the game was... It, it didn't really have the technology to express that in any other way, but, mm. you know, telling you at the time. I mean, you could, like... People got excited by, like, spinning their sprites around in place. There wasn't some, like, slow spin Caesar could do to show that he was sad. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, the, that was the first game of its kind to tell a story like that. On a in grand scope? Yeah, like that, that, in that way. With that in, kind in of, that, like, yeah. that kind of, like yeah, regret. Yeah. 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 Like that, I hate what I've become. Mm-hmm. I hate what I hate. It's what's very happened. nuanced. Yeah, Cecil for the was, time at least. Yeah. Oh, yes, I, yes, absolutely. I always felt like Cecil was a very nuanced character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right up until it becomes a paladin, and then all the characterization's kind of gone. You know, that that's just generic good guy. Yeah, well, his arc. Well, I mean, his his main story arc's kind of over. Yeah, so. and then there's the whole thing with the moon after that. Yeah, like, but that's where just his like origins the origins are from. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a little different though. <laughs> it's a whale or something. <laughs> Best part, but it, it just like, then after the after that happens, the game becomes about the ensemble. Yes, which you don't really realize until after a long time. Mm-hmm. Like once, like once, once Cecil stops, you know, his quest for redemption actually achieves it. Suddenly, you know, the game becomes. Let's go take care of the problems now. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to it's hard to Cecil obviously the main character, but the characterization of these individuals is put is to, is put in the back seat to the mm-hmm. overall narrative, yeah. which even to some of the characters yeah there's a lot and there's a lot of them too mm-hmm. and there are they come and glow, glow as they please yeah <laughs> which I always felt kind of jarring. And that's maybe the only thing I don't like about that game yeah that's fair. but you know what it, what what it, what, what was good about it mm. is that it forced you to explore all of your options. Mm-hmm. So uh, you just couldn't rely on always having somebody who casts white magic. The game would frequently put you into situations where you're not healing with any effective magic. Yeah, because yeah. you had less, you had to think more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that's something I appreciated about that. You know, it gave you it gave you choices, but it like it also gave you restrictions, so it made your choices more impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Also, the, also the, the constant party switching kind of made inventory management kind of tough. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I would frequently like save games. A character would leave and be like, "Reset, right, yep. load it. <laughs> give me my, give me back my shit, game." <laughs> you ain't jumping out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, take off my gear. <laughs> I gotta sell this shit. Yeah, Kane's ability wasn't jump; it was leave. It was leave. <laughs> it was see you later. <laughs> Stole the man. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Stole the man. That's right. I remember this. Like he's blonde. <laughs> He's blonde. <laughs> that helmet is actually a helmet and not a hair. <laughs> I always thought it was weird that Cecil went to sleep in his Dark Knight armor. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of insane. Yeah. And they, don't, they didn't change that. Man. I'm like, wait a second. Rose is the only one comfortable here. <laughs> it's like Cecil, man. Jesus. There was only so much they, there was only so much yeah. you could do, but I definitely appreciated it and loved it. Of course. And loved it. Absolutely loved it, and it's still probably my favorite Final Fantasy. Mm. As good as six is, as much as seven, it was a positive influence to Final Fantasy in general. Yeah, four is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. For that, well, wow, that's the nicest thing you've ever said. I about can't believe you just said that. I'm like flabbergasted. <laughs> guys, guys, leave it alone. Leave it alone. At this point, at this point, everybody knows what I feel about seven. Of course, so of course, whatever. Who cares? Mm. Theo's like, don't make him walk it back. <laughs> don't make him back double. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn. All right. Tailgun. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Tailgun. One more time for the people in the back. Yeah, I, I, I actually did a Gradius 3 playthrough yesterday. <laughs> with back double? With tailgun. I chose tailgun for a very specific purpose. Okay. And it worked out. I'm like, yeah, that boss was easy with Tailgun. All right, cool. Back to back to see you later now. <laughs> Brady's three, not on the list, but could be. All right, Brady, what's your next one? Uh, it's not Gradius three. It's actually Final Fantasy. Oh, the original. Yes. Yeah. One. yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of wish we did you first, but hey, that's the order of the table. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, man. Uh, but much of what he was Joe said is. Uh, I I played it in 1990, which is when it was released in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was lucky enough to find a copy at, at my local Blockbuster. And something about the game, I think we rented it once, and my mom was like, we're buying this game. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we are. <laughs> God, I wish my mom was like that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my, mommy, my mom made me hate my love for video games. Uh, so we got that game. And man, this game was different. Uh, you know, I grew up playing Mario, and you know, Zelda is a fairly different game, but the idea is not that foreign from what you're doing in in other games mm-hmm. and Castlevania and all the. None of this was going on in in, uh, <laughs> in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, I choose to attack a monster, and I was like, okay, there's two monsters on the screen. I want to kill this one, so I'm going to kill it. So I have my guys attack this monster, and the monster dies. And then the other three characters attack nothing. Not a thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't they just attack the other guy? <laughs> See, and it's so funny. Even you as a kid knew that they should have done that. And The problem with computers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I just slowly started understanding like what the game was asking for me. And as I played it, I, I learned, you know, how much HP each enemy had. And I could tell, like, okay, I split my party on the attacks at this point. Mm-hmm. And there was this 
the limitations bred so much strategy in the mm -hmm. combat. And by the time I was done playing that game, I felt so accomplished because it was definitely like the most epic game I had played at that time, mm -hmm. without a doubt. There was no game that I had played in, up until 1990, about like four or some change years of gaming, mm -hmm. that was anywhere on the scale of epicness of Final Fantasy. I actually played Dragon Warrior uh, a little bit later than that, uh, which is another game that, you know, if I had played that first, then maybe I would be excited about new Dragon Warrior releases Maybe you would have done a I Dragon am. Warrior retrospective. Or I hate JRPGs, because that thing's obtuse. But I played the shit out of that game, and I loved it too. <laughs> I did too. But I might not have, I might not have appreciated it as much if it wasn't for Final Fantasy. I'm not sure. Yeah. But something about Final, it basically shaped my entire next X years of, of life because I wanted to play RPGs. Yes. Yeah. When I was when I was in eighth grade or so, they just come out with Secret of Mana. I never got to play because I didn't have a Super Nintendo at the time, and. I wanted to play this game so bad, and I got the Super Nintendo like a little bit, a little bit before the end of eighth grade, and I was like, "Mom, we gotta get this game, right?" And she was like, "Look, you got you got your Mario and your Zelda. You, you're good. You're good for now." And that's true. I was She's good. not wrong. Yeah, true. <laughs> she she was very true. Like, I was I was good. There's only yeah. two games I have for my Switch right now, and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't until I met this idiot over here that I got to play. Secret of Mana. Which one? Which idiot? Chris or Joe? This one. Oh, this guy. You met that one first, so. This, 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 this Joe guy. Uh, and since then, it, w it was just, I want to play these games. And, you know, I was interested in Secret of Mana because it was like a Zelda-style game, but it had more story to it. And I was looking for that new epic scratch, like epic itch to scratch, and I just, I couldn't find it. I didn't really know they made a Final Fantasy 2 I don't know why. I think my Nintendo Power subscription lapsed at the time. So I had no idea there was a Final Fantasy 2. I had no too. idea there was a Final Fantasy 3. <laughs> I had no idea there was actually a Final Fantasy 2, 3, 4, 5, or 6. Boy, a lot of us did. <laughs> so by the, time I, yeah. by the time I got Secret of Mana out of this guy, he was like, yeah, I mean, when you're done with that, I got, these Final Fantasy, I got Final Fantasy 2 and 3. I'm like, they made two more Final Fantasies? Guess I gotta be friends with you now. <laughs> <laughs> and you just let me this other game out? Yo. I'm sticking with this guy. I was, he got all the games. I need him. Coming from coming from middle school, where nobody wanted to, like to deal with this shit. Nobody liked this mm -hmm. shit. Finding this guy who wanted to play this stuff, I'm like here. <laughs> we have to talk about this. Someone too take it all. Like, I'll give you Final Fantasy three first. Because you're not ready for Final Fantasy 2. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I played Final Fantasy 1. What do you mean I'm not ready for this game? You remember where I was coming from. Oh, yeah. Nobody <laughs> even played video games, let alone Final Fantasy. <laughs> that was That's a niche true. in a niche. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That, look, if it, was, if it wasn't for Final Fantasy, then all this these years later, I'm still playing Final Fantasy. I'm still looking for the next RPG. Dragon Dragon Warrior, uh, Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out, and I'm gonna get that game. And I w wouldn't have given two shits because what is that game? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't sell that game to a mainstream audience in, in this day and age, and, but people are gonna buy it because of things like Persona Five coming out and reinvigorating that brand. Yep. So I'm, you know, <clears throat> Final Fantasy is pretty important. I know Dragon Warrior was like the first console RPG. 
to really do. But compared to Final Fantasy One, it was not as anywhere near as good of a game. And you know, Final Fantasy had the advantage of being able to come out later mm-hmm. and stealing everything from Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, so literally everything. <laughs> literally everything. And of course, it was a busted game. It didn't work correctly, which is the <laughs> the trend for almost every Final Fantasy game up until maybe like nine. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where nothing works the way it's supposed to work. Oh, your sword has elemental properties? Oh, well. Eh. <laughs> it's a fire sword, huh? You expect it to do more damage to ice enemies? Nah, it doesn't do that at all. It did it in two. Four. <laughs> two, four. So, yeah, so four, nice two. Stuff. It did it in four. <laughs> Firebrand did more damage to ice enemies in four. Yeah, but, but, but there were other issues in four, like throwing trash cans at enemies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or things like everything. Every time they got something right, there's a something dozen else wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Easy item duplication. Oh, Easy yeah. in four. Final Fantasy six. Evade doesn't work. Nope, at all. Which means blind doesn't do anything. <laughs> Vigor is a useless stat. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. Yeah, Final Fantasy one. Yep. That's mine. So I'm gonna throw it over to Theo. We got the last ones. So let's finish it out. Yep. Yep. With. I know yours is already, yeah, so yeah. I already yep. slipped it in. Yeah, yeah. I already slipped the lead you already, in. Um, you already mentioned it before, but Persona 5. <laughs> great game. So, <laughs> the about, greatest game. About that. Uh-huh. Um, on any other, if I played this game any other way, this would not have been on my list because Persona 5 is a game with a myriad of problems. Like, the localization isn't great. It's great. Um, it's not. It is, it's, it's great. Not better than the other games. Um, the characters are annoying. The story meanders for way too long. Um, the main narrative isn't as interesting as they like to think it. There's so many problems with that game. It's but the things it does right, it does amazingly. It's stylish. Mm-hmm. Is the music is fantastic. Its presentation is absolutely it's, top notch. It's, it's the reason you play. It's the reason people who don't play JRPGs play that game. Yeah, like yeah. it looks unlike anything else before. But um. I'm not here to talk about the the music or the style or anything about that game. It is how I played that game, as I mentioned before. Uh, this was the first game me and my fiance played together in to completion. Mm-hmm. Not even a year after, like I proposed to her. Yeah. So, seeing working through this game together and having so many like um, moments where like we're about to give up and we're like, nah, just let's just push through. Like we'll 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 be fine. It, like indirectly helped us like learn problem solving techniques together as a couple made you closer yeah Yeah. and it's it's so fucking important the setting had a lot to do with that also because like every time i think about that game i get super nostalgic about japan because there are moments in that game there are environments in that game that look just like the environments in japan so it's like we'd go to like shinjuku station it's like yo remember when he was there and shit like that and like another place and and Every time I think about the game, it's like, oh, I, I don't like so many things about this thing, but like... Makes you feel happy. It's it's the most important game I've ever played in my life. Like, <laughs> bar none. Yeah, I remember, I remember you saying that. Yeah, like... Uh, when it, you finished it. Yeah, and, and like, e- even like sometimes we just like play the music around the house and just like, don't even talk and just hear the songs. And I'm like, yeah, this... Futaba's theme, man. Futaba's theme. <laughs> so good. She doesn't like that theme at all. <laughs> Divorce her. <laughs> Damn. But, um, 
Yeah, it's a very important game that is is an odd one on this list because I don't love it. You don't as even much like as it as that I much. I don't even like it. Like, <laughs> oh, I can list the. I, I just did list the problems, but incredibly important for like what it meant to us as a as a unit. Yeah, I get yeah. that. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, short but sweet. Hey man, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You've talked a lot about that. In yeah, yeah. Too, so I understand <laughs> why you got that one brief. Yep. All right, Chris, finish it off. All right. With yours. So. This is the oddball choice, uh, and I think I gotta pick Infamous, the first one. Okay. Uh, That's a Chris game. It's, it's a comic a, book video game. It's a very Chris ass <laughs> game, obviously. But I'm I, honestly I, surprised it wasn't Devil May Cry three. I was gonna say, yeah, the, you guys might have been expecting DMC three or mm. Mega Man X even. Certainly, your was one of your favorites, sure. Yeah. But this is a different topic. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, so the reason this game is important to me. Uh, or why it shapes the way I enjoy video games. It, mm-hmm. uh, as to me, this was the first <clears throat> game that gave me everything I ever wanted in a superhero game. Mm-hmm. The closest that came before that, obviously, was uh, Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Two was real close, and Incredible Hulk: uh, um, um, Ultimate, Ultimate Destruction, Destruction yeah. was also very close. Mm-hmm. Those games are great, great, great games. Power fantasy games, yeah. That's what you play superhero games, for. yeah, exactly. So, but Infamous, I think, was the first game that ever got everything about it right mm-hmm. in terms of feeling as powerful as you are. Like the the, the progression of that game. Uh, the layout of the city and how you access everything. I think the first Infamous has my favorite progression in any game ever. It's really good. It's the best game. It's it's and I think two is a better game. I do think two is a better game uh, for a few reasons. Okay, but as far as the first moment when you surf on a power line or a train track or a train track and that's your new way of traveling, I'm like, oh wow, that 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 floored me mm-hmm. and. Everything about that was awesome. Uh, it, it was just it, was, it, it, it the experience that I that I, you know like that I got from that is I'm still looking for another one mm-hmm. like that. You know, like as far as modern gaming, yeah. uh, Spider Man's coming. Oh no, trust me, <laughs> the hype is so that. real for that game. It's not even funny, especially because it's Spider Man mm-hmm. and it's and just everything about that game. I mean, one thing I didn't love about Spider Man Two that I've realized uh, in relation to other the other Spider Man games, and the thing it got the most right was the momentum from the swinging. Mm-hmm. None of the other Spider Man games ever got that right ever again. The closest was probably Web of Shadows, hmm. uh, but it didn't quite capture that. The feeling of swinging the way you did in that game, and it looks like the new game's going to do that, so I'm excited about yeah. it. But Infamous's travel just was so satisfying, and your power set is really cool in that game. It's really well handled. Uh, you know, like the combat, it's... It's mostly shooting. You know, you're shooting and you're just all the really awesome ways that you use electricity, you know. Mm-hmm. It also incorporated, like, you know, things that made sense. Like, oh, shit, like, I can only get a little bit of electricity from this car, but I'm mm-hmm. going to do it, you know. And hopefully, if you're playing a good guy, you know, you're, you 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 play a more precise game. And, and I, you know? I was just about to mention that. I love the dichotomy between, like, if you're a good guy, you're, mm-hmm. like, precise, like, yeah. precision shots. But a bad guy, cluster bombs. Yeah, you're just Fuck like, everybody. Oh, or, you're just, or you're just doing the, the yeah. big blow and yeah. just blowing thing up in the street because you're yeah. like, fuck it, I don't care, you know. And also, uh, some of the choices in that game are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the evil choice is saving your girlfriend. 
at one point. Yeah, because it, it, it makes would be sense. an evil choice. Oh, yeah, it's so good. You killed a whole bunch of doctors. Yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah. good. You didn't. Yeah, well, you didn't. yes. But you, you let you them did. die. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. <laughs> Spoilers. You ever, <laughs> yeah. You, you ever load up the game after she dies? Yeah. And he just like, he's sleeping at her grave? Yeah. That's yeah. rough. Oh, yeah, that, I did actually. I played, Dre watched me play through Infamous mm. the first time. Actually, I, I played so. it here. Yeah. I played it here for the first time. Mm. And man, that game, that game blew me away. Yep. And I remember when I found out the evil choice was saving the girlfriend. I'm like, I was like going through a pure, like, mm-hmm. good playthrough. Even after, I'm like, no, I'm sticking with that choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So good, man. And, and then she leaves you. She's so mad. Yeah. She's, she's mad like, at you. how could you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know th- what? She got it. <laughs> to piggyback off of your choice, I I bought Infamous Day One, mm-hmm. but I also bought um Prototype. Prototype. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I <laughs> one no, of these games is good. I wished that <laughs> Prototype was like. This, no, I'm not gonna lie. I wish that it was just a copy of Infamous. Yeah, but this with different powers. I really wish that yeah, it was. I mean, prototype. It's the whole game. It's the whole. It's a whole game, mm-hmm, yeah. which is interesting about it. But I mean, that's also its biggest weakness. There's yes. not much else to it. Mm-hmm. And, and Infamous, uh, Infamous's environment was handled really well. And I mean, you're playing in New York City essentially, but and also on top of the fact that it's just a giant comic book, you know, to the style of the yeah, it's told, yeah, yeah, it's told like comic style, you know art cutscenes and whatnot when you're not have in-game cutscenes talking to each other. I just absolutely adore that that game. And I look forward to uh, I'm looking forward to Spider Man and probably another reason why I love the Batman game so hard. Mm. You know? It just kinda of beat them all out the gate. Yeah. And that game Yeah, I, I and also open world. Like as far as open world games, it's one of my favorite ones mm-hmm. just again because of the the interactions in the environment uh, are so rooted in your power set. You know? Uh, two yeah. does it pretty well in that regard too, especially yeah. when you get like the ice jump, or if you get the uh, the fire dash, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it was a small city, but it had like breath to it. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a, there's a lot to it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just immensely satisfying experience, and I, it's always stuck with me. And as far as like modern gaming goes, it's yeah. definitely one of my absolute favorites, mm-hmm. and it means a lot to me because it gave me everything I never knew I wanted in a video game. It was a superhero game I didn't know I wanted. Yeah. You know, like I didn't realize like it, it captured everything I love about that kind of deal, you know. So Yeah, infamous. All right. <laughs> and your last one? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was sitting here <laughs> scrambling. <laughs> killing myself. Like, yo, what is I'm gonna keep it very simple. Um it didn't do nothing for me personally, but I just love the game. Like I'll I could play that game whenever and I'll still love it. It has to be um, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Good game, respectable. It's, it's like the best of the trilogy. As a kid, Batman <laughs> is one of my. <laughs> he's one of my favorite superheroes. Mm-hmm. A kid, um, and it's just. It gives you, I think, for that, for me personally, I gave me everything I wanted. For if I, as a kid, if I wanted to be Batman, mm-hmm. that game makes you feel like Batman. Yes, like like <laughs> legitimately like. Make you like you're Batman. You're not this person playing Batman. Mm-hmm. You're actually Bruce Wayne. You're Batman. Yeah. The option that it gives you, even like the, the com- for me, that I don't know if that was the first game that had that combat style, but that was the first game that I played with that combat style. Yeah, right. 
like the count, like this, the the counter base, the counter base. It's Assassin's Creed, technically. No, I don't. I is don't, it? It's similar, but it's still different. It's similar, different. but it's, it's just that the flow is yeah, nowhere it's, it's near like, on the level of the Batman series. To the point where, like, a lot of games are copying that style now. Oh, oh yeah. I love that. Like, I, I, if you're really good at it, you will never get touched in that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, it wasn't until replays where I was like, oh, I can use the gadgets with this with combat? The, yes. But... Like, it, that was the f- probably my first game on my PS3 where, like, I tried to... Platinum it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta try to platinum this game. Like I did all the, all the Riddler trophies. I found everything. Like, it just loved. The, I loved the, the, the character. Like it brought a lot of the old characters back as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. yo, like, a joke. Uh, even the voice actors. Yep. I was so happy yep. that yep. they had the original. That was from the animated series. That was arguably one of the most important parts about. Yes. That. Oh yeah. Absolutely. If they didn't do that, the game might not have taken off as much. It wouldn't. It, it, instant immersion. Instant immersion. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Kevin so Conroy? What? Mark Hamill? Yeah, I'm in. Like, <laughs> it's hard to hear those characters not being voiced by, by yeah. those, yeah. By those two. Conroy oh, I agree. They're so it's iconic. It, it is, I agree. There, there I was a thing about this that. game that I love that it's so simple. It takes place through one night. Yeah. Yes. I fucking love it's, that it's, it's, about it's, it. It's pretty much, it's a 30 minute show of Batman animated yeah. series. Yeah. That's what it it's is. Like, it's just a movie. And then yeah. you see how like beaten and ragged now Batman is throughout that night. You see his cape is like yeah, ripped, cape up, is ripped up, up more. Like, man, this is fucking like, awesome. Like that first armor's battle damaged. Uh, yeah. And then those are those are, that was one of the few games that <clears throat> when I first started working, I could buy my own stuff and I bought it for myself. Mm. I'm like yo, this was like probably one of the best sixty dollars I ever spent on a video game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was great. Like only my only issue with that game is which they solved in the other ones. Like just adding more of the I wanted to see more of the villains, mm. but we definitely got it throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Like. We still I, barely even got a good boss fight out of the entire series. Exactly, so. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is it? Yeah. Last one. And for for me personally, villains wise, he's up there with me and for the Joker, Mr. Freeze. Because of the game. Yeah. Okay. He's great. He, that, like, that fight is. Oh. Even 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 characters that I didn't know as villains, like I didn't know who Zaz was, mm-hmm. and they give you the they gave you like a whole backstory yeah, and like. Yeah. I, I love that. Like, if you guys like my biggest pet people, like um, Final Fantasy fifteen, the Bisteri. If yes. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm saying that name that word wrong. Bisteri. Bisteri. They just added that, by the way. Oh, they, uh, finally. Yeah. It doesn't oh. have any information in it. Oh. So. It doesn't really have any. So spoilers. God of War has Bisteri. There you go. There nice. Like I, I love little details yeah, like that. Yeah. Like. Give Some me, supplemental material yes. you get to enjoy. That was part of the enjoyment. Most of the enjoyment I got out of Mass Effect was oh, the supplemental. Oh my god! Yeah, I would go through Mass Effect just fucking reading Yo. about the planets. The planets, like, like sci-fi. Yeah. Give <laughs> <laughs> it here. Give it when, here. It was so bad that the Destiny app, when you would beat Boston, and was linked to your app. I would go back and read the cards on the Destiny the app and cards, the plans. Yeah. Like, I love stuff like that. People, mm-hmm. people took the time to write this. Yes, yes. 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 It's, and it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's some cool stuff. There's so much other backlog, the backstory that I love. Especially if you enjoy the aesthetic of something. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. you want to know more about it. The lore and of the world. Yeah. I love games that like Batman. That, like, it was kind of an open world, but kind of not. But like, if you dwell deep enough, you will find secrets. Like, a lot of people didn't find um, Clayface in the game. Mm. A lot of people didn't know he was in the game. Like, yeah, he's in the game, yeah. and he like he. The detail, like every time you go there, you change to a different character. Yeah. Like this little stuff like that. Like, yeah. I didn't know Croc was in Arkham City until. Really? Re- yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't. I never activated that cutscene for until I played it on the PS3. Yeah. 
You know what? I should have to buy that. They have the collection yeah. on the... Yeah. Gonna have to do that. Probably with terrible box art. That's fine. Whole bunch of, of random numbers <laughs> plastered all over the place. Man, I got so good at that combat system. Yeah, it was. Hey, did you see? You I've seen. Yeah. It's it's it's, seen. it's, it's silly. Great. I love you it. Like, wing. of course. It's it's one of those games. Like for me personally, from beginning, from from you entering Arkham Asylum to the very end, I love it. Yeah, great game. They made Batman into a Metrovania. I still can't fucking <laughs> I can't handle that. It's 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 great. All right. Nice, real respectable choice. Joe. Well, Joe, your last one. Uh, the Theo said something earlier. Got me thinking. Mm. He said this game is on your list, right? And I thought about. it. I'm like, it really should be, because it was really my big transition into PC gaming. Mm. Uh, Deus Ex. Oh, here comes Dude Sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had uh, I had played around with it before, uh, with games like Mech Warrior. You know, my brother was big into PC gaming. Um, I really wasn't, uh, but he kind of got the ball rolling on that. So no, Mech Warrior was cool, and you know, Quake was cool, and all that stuff. Starcraft, uh, Starcraft, a lot of Starcraft. Yeah. Oh but, boy. Um, it wasn't until um, Dave's X came about. That I really got it, uh, got more interested in what this platform had to offer, because mm-hmm. it was a very, very deep experience. There was so much to find, and so much of a political kind of intrigue, like a Luminati kind of story going on. That like, wow, this is really a. Uh, a th- tough hitting story and the setting is really cool. It's like in the distant future and like this this incredibly new technology is new to us. It's old hat to these people yeah. and that's super interesting. You know, um, every level was... I'm still discovering new things in each of these levels. <laughs> still discovering new things. It had an element of choice to it that was really cool. Where you can do things in a very different way. It was really restrictive too, mm. because you would be able to to choose like uh, what your augmentations were at the beginning, and what you what kind of weapons you'd be good at, what kind of stuff you'd be good at doing, uh, and if you didn't put points in that, you were garbage. garbage. At them. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Garbage. You couldn't shoot a pistol straight. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't choose pistols. Yeah. Um, if I have one criticism about the, about the game is that I think it rewards you for stealth a little too much mm. to the point where playing a game that way just seems like the best way of doing it, the most rewarding. I'd argue that you should be rewarded for playing stealthy. I agree, but I think you should be rewarded for execution as well. Mm. You, know? you, you, you should be able to go be Rambo and have some fun. And you can do that because yeah. it's not yeah. necessarily a stealth game. No, no it's that. not. So that, it should that, reward you for is... all of your play styles. Mm. Yeah, exactly. If it were a stealth game, yeah, it should reward you. And future installments of Deus Ex really kind of brought that more because there's more of a stealth element to those games, mm-hmm. more of an espionage kind of thing. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know, stay hidden. You're a sleeper agent, not really a sleeper agent, but you're like a just like a one man kind of thing, just espionage. espionage. You know, it's espionage. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be a stealth element to that kind of thing. 
but I appreciated the fact that you could go in guns blazing, and it really wasn't that much of a detraction from the rest of the game. Okay. Um, you can go and be James Bond, you know? You can go, yeah, <laughs> there's several avenues to to doing things. You can you can pick a lock, or you can hack a computer to figure out the code, and that's really cool. And you then they wouldn't tell you where the where do you get this information? You see it on somebody's computer in somebody's read, read apartment. Emails. Yeah, read <laughs> emails and shit. You know, um, you can sneak into the main villain's apartment, steal their Freaking plasma sword. Mm-hmm. And that's freaking cool. Yeah, it is. That sword's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that sword's awesome. And like that, the Hong Kong in that game. Hong Kong would be its own game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy level. Wow. Like, levels bananas. It's humongous. Yeah, it's insane. There's so much. That's the part of the game where it's like, I can, I can never find everything. I wonder if they try to mirror that with um, the second of the new Deus Ex. With Prague? Yes. It didn't really feel like that. Mm. And I get what you're saying, because Prague was essentially the whole game. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Um, it just felt like in Hong Kong that there was there was such like a straightforward line to where you're supposed to go. And there's all the surrounding it. You know, like the straightforward line was where you're supposed to go. But you found ways of getting through that straight line and like the, everything to the side. This, this, this little alleyway over here this mm-hmm. little sewer grate down here this guy's apartment up above you know the objective was to go down the line but in order to do that you have to go over here over here over here and usually you pick all three because you wanted to see this game yeah yeah that is really cool like I could pl- I could probably replay the Hong Kong level over and over and over again I just call it a day you know <laughs> how did you deal with the fact that there was no map in that game very well, because the level design was such that like you could recognize where you were in relation to everything else. I literally gave up the game because I got lost all the time. Mm. I don't know. There seemed to be there just seemed to be so many unique areas. Yeah, it wasn't like Metroid Two where it's like black and white right on your screen. You can re- you can recognize certain things like oh I'm in the marketplace, oh I'm in the apartment district, like oh I'm in the sewers, and they come up through some and then when I'm through the sewers I come up through this grate mm-hmm. into this kitchen in the marketplace good luck I, I yeah. was just about to say like I haven't played oh I haven't played the game but I haven't completed it I, I think good level design lends itself to like you don't need a good map like I could play Grand Theft Auto 3 and literally doesn't don't have to look at the map and know every part of that city that is true. in fact I think the fact that it didn't have a map is probably what got me more of my enjoyment out of that mm-hmm. because if it had a map I could map everything out. Yeah. Not having a map means I like this playthrough I miss this. This next playthrough I find this thing and I discover something new. So I would argue, I would argue that the lack of a map in that game is actually a, a good thing for that. I see what you're doing, Theo. What? I know what this is. I don't know what you're talking about. This is another one of his no mini map controversy garbage yep. things. Yep. Damn it. Guys, subverted, out. subverted Joe. I see what happened here. <laughs> I know what's going on. Versus I'm a game, you. versus a game like Breath of the Wild, where Breath of the Wild is just too large. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. It back Thank you, Joe. <laughs> it's too large and it's not and not enough landmarks close enough together to really You know. You yeah. get it though. <laughs> um when that game came out, DSX, uh, well at least yeah, we're talking about the same one. Mm-hmm. I picked it up when it came out because it looked interesting to me. But I think I don't know if you guys happens to you guys. How old are you in two thousand? He's talking about the, the talking about the newer ones, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. um, 
Yeah. There, there was two, I don't yeah. think you're talking about the PlayStation 2 version. No, the not original. that one. Okay. Um, yeah. The one that was on a 360 and a PS3. Human Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if this, guy's, this happened to you guys, but I would pick up games at the wrong time period. <laughs> and, like, not give it... A fair shake. A fair shake mm-hmm. and not to give it a chance. That like, Dead Sex is one of those games. The Witcher was one of those games. And I said, okay. That's why I always say I always have games I could go back and play because mm-hmm. I, I want to play these games just... Not the right time right now. Yeah. Does that happen to anybody else? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Dance sex, especially if you're not really expecting that type of game, is pretty jarring. It, it, it happened to me just recently with Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> like, I'm not used to being stealthy in games. Yeah. So it was like, oh, you see I'm guns like, and you shoot people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I like, I'm prone to yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a, it's a different take. Yeah. But that's definitely like a series yeah. that I would have to. Probably not the first one that you played, but in the, in, the, in the original yes. Deus Ex, if you went, if you did that, they would scold you for it. Mm. Mm. Okay. Or if you're going to the women's bathroom. How unprofessional! <laughs> really? That, they would say that to you in the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like that. Or get the hell out of here, Denton. There we go. <laughs> That's what I was fishing for. <laughs> That's the best line of the game. <laughs> Why are you guys going into the women's bathroom? It's <laughs> oh, no. actually be, a different part of the game. It might be items. But in the there. best Come part, the, the best part about Deus Ex. I know. Here it comes. Yep. Here yeah, comes the wet bandits. The wet bandits. God damn it, Joe. Home Alone. It has been two hours since a Home Alone reference. <laughs> <laughs> Inspired by Home Alone, actually. You remember Home Alone? Where they were like, Marv would like turn the faucets on. Mm-hmm. One, one day I would notice in Deus Ex, you turn the faucets on, it wouldn't turn off. Right, because why would it just turn off by itself? Yeah. Joe turned on every faucet. Every faucet. Every faucet I could find, I left. I turned on and left it on, I'm, which included the one of the women's bathroom. I'm pretty sure if that was in today's game, there will be a trophy. And, except, you know, I tried and, and the faucets turn, turn off. off. Tragic. Yep. Yep. Actually, it had a good gameplay mechanic use. Let you know if you... You were there already. Yes. If, you're, if yep. you walked in and you saw yep. that there was yeah. a faucet like, on. Yep. faucet's going. I yep. was here. J.C. <laughs> Denton was here. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just a, it was just a source of amusement for me, like just going everywhere and finding every faucet. The refrigerator throw was not as uh, enticing. Refrig- refrigerator tossing was not as good, but it served the same purpose. I was here. <laughs> oh, you have a missing fridge? Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've, already, I've already stolen your shit, right? <laughs> oh, you're, excuse me, sir. Is your faucet running? Yes. Okay. Great. Have a nice. <laughs> better go catch your fridge. Ah, then. you got it before me. <laughs> All right, Dre. What's your? Is that, sorry, Joe. I'm gonna cut you off. You. Oh no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it. I, I closed it. Went bandit. Yeah, that was that was my thought. <laughs> All right, Dre. That's what's the punchline? What's the, right. the big the big uh, number four for you? I'm gonna seal it up with. Wait, who's gonna guess it? I was gonna say Final Fantasy VI, but you already say Final Fantasy, so I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, so you're wrong. Yeah, Zelda, NHL, Final Fantasy, and Sim City. Which one? Two thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Sim City two thousand. Uh, actually, not my favorite Sim City. Uh, my favorite Sim City is actually Sim City Four. Which 
I'm sure Chris will be able to tell people about SimCity 4 and me playing it at some point in time. It's the greatest thing ever. That's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, but SimCity 2000, definitely one of the most influential games I've ever played. Mm. Uh, another one of those, wow, I can do stuff like this in a game type of game. Uh, and this was, you know, my early days of discovering PC gaming mm. and the different world of games that it had available. Uh, when I, I mentioned before that we, we played a lot of Warcraft and Starcraft and Diablo and these like these games didn't exist on consoles. Yeah. They, I mean, they put out a Diablo port on PlayStation and it was actually pretty decent. I was about to say it wasn't terrible. That's actually the first time I played Diablo. It was, it was actually pretty decent, but for the most part, what, the games on computer you weren't finding them on on consoles, and the games on consoles you weren't finding them on computer. It was basically its own console with its own unique games that you never see anywhere, and. SimCity 2000, mind you, I never played the original SimCity, and I knew that it existed on Super Nintendo, but I was like, this game looks fucking stupid. Yep. So I, just, so I just ignored it. And then I don't know what it was when I ended up playing SimCity 2000, and I, will, I believe I was instantly hooked. Mm. Instantly hooked. The, that game was one of the first feedback loop type games <laughs> that I ever got <laughs> caught in. <laughs> and it was just like, all right, I'm going to make this this residential area over here i'm gonna get taxes to get me more money so i can make a commercial area so i can get more taxes get more money and make an industrial area. and then five hours later i'm just like what I, happened what time is it yeah it's dark out like what Swiss watch is just all these gears are turning and I, it was the like i said the first time i ever fell victim to a feedback loop in a game mm. and very common way to keep people playing is just Keep rewarding them with the stuff that they do so that they continue doing the Set stuff. Short goals. They're positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. It always works. No matter what you're doing, positive reinforcement always works. Because <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. It's uh, true. I'm sorry. That reminds me of an episode of um, Big Bang Theory. I've, I haven't really watched the show outside of the clips that would air at Anonymous Game Retailer. <laughs> I hate the show because of those clips. <laughs> I hate the show because of other reasons. <laughs> Same. Those didn't help. Yeah. No, definitely not. Uh, the whole city planning thing uh, appealed to me as a, you know, citizen of New York. Yeah. Uh, which also... Grids! Which also made me very, very particular to gridding <laughs> off everything. Because I was like, yeah, this is how you make it. This is just smart. Well, you and know, then you tried really hard to make that one fancy area. Yeah. And it was just, it was just like be your worst part of your city. Yeah, it like, would be on fire. <laughs> Back to the grids. But then I started doing weird things like... Man, there's so much pollution, so I'm just going to make an entire grid-based city with nothing but railroads. <laughs> I, I was just doing a whole bunch of random stuff. Mm. And it, it was just so, like, different. Yeah. And and you had to think in, in different ways than you normally... Like, all right, I, I jump on a Goomba, there's not much thought there, you know. You beat the enemy, there's a... What, what's your enemy in, in SimCity? You don't really have an enemy, right? It's just survival you're, you're just trying to balance your budget it's just yeah, I say, it's, not having money is your enemy the, the, the enemy in, in sim city is, is the, yourself. It's the guy that goes you can't cut our funding you'll regret this <laughs> he's not the enemy though <laughs> he is after you cut his funding uh, wouldn't yeah. the enemy in that game be yourself essentially it's your 
you're trying to get everything working and you're trying to basically not be too greedy with how Ur- you're urban making. De- urban decay is your enemy. And, I, you know, obviously the later games did a better job. SimCity 3000, although it's underappreciated, was a better game mm, than 2000. Yeah. SimCity 4 is basically the, the, pinnacle. the pinnacle of city building games uh, to this day. And the only game that's even come close since then is City Skylines. Sims. How does City Skylines compare to 4? Fairly, fairly well. So I didn't play four that much, but I remember like not caring for it. I liked City Skylines more, but as far as like, I believe it compares favorably. Uh, there's a lot of systems on the game that uh, kind of bog it down a little bit, and it, it actually has a little bit of the same issue that SimCity Five had. Whereas, once your city gets a little bit too busy, traffic kills it. Yeah, and SimCity Four never had that problem. And it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense that a congested traffic filled city would die because, uh, hello, <laughs> we, we live, live in there. New York. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't hear Tokyo dying. Nope. Uh, so, the obviously. Cities in China ain't doing too hot, though. But, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, they're, they're dying because of pollution. I'm yeah. not, that, that's not why they're dying in these simulation games. That's they're fair. dying because it literally can't move the Sims from one spot to the other because they are stuck in traffic. And then the game collapses. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Play Zelda in the meantime. Uh, there you go. But I, I definitely appreciated what I found out found in SimCity 2000. So, outside of the fact that it has really cool, catchy, addictive music, and I'll just, I'm, I just I I am literally thinking the songs in my head. Like I, I, as soon as we started thinking, thinking about SimCity 2000, the song went right into my head. That's that's the one. That's the one. That one right there. Yeah. <laughs> Some just like the little pop, the little sound effects of the game and just. I don't know, man. <laughs> the the crowd being happy that you reach a new milestone. Oh and they, yeah, <laughs> they, a great they sound cheer effect. for you. <laughs> <laughs> they have thrown a parade in your honor for no reason. You, you use the shift trick to uh, erase buildings, but they're still there, and then you build on top of them, and you get twenty million population cities that are really weird and. Mm-hmm. Blow your game up, but whatever. Good times. I don't think that worked in the Mac version. You, you launch your arcologies, mm-hmm. man. I I I played a lot of that game. I I, I think I owed very bad grades of a sophomore year to, to <laughs> Simpson. <Simpsons. 2000. laughs> I think I, I think I do owe that to Sim City. Excellent. Uh, so I mean that pretty much wraps up our list. Mm-hmm. So we've gone on for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 have our longest ones, man. Twenty games between us yeah. that we well we felt they're pretty important games in our lives, uh, and we haven't really had an episode like this anyway. So I'm sure we've had Top games cool. where we've had like uh, our favorites, our favorites. But this isn't really a list of our favorites as no. much as a list of games that really influenced us. And obviously, there 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 are probably some favorites in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's hard to be like my favorite game influ- did not influence me at all. Yeah. But hey, it's nice to be able to get one of these out. And yeah. unfortunately, by the time it gets out, the hashtag will be dead. That's fun. <laughs> but hey, maybe we'll revive it. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so as always, you can find us on 
SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, the Reddit page. Uh, you can find us on podknife.com and anywhere else you want to find us. Because I'm sure you can Google search us and we'll be there. And other such things. I'm playing against one of the best randomizer players this weekend. I'm going to lose real bad. I don't say that. Oh, you got this, bro. <laughs> he probably doesn't. Oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so by the time this episode comes out, I, would, I will be one and one. Oh, come on. Damn, uh, no faith at all? Listen, I'm under no illusions. So I'll just say it right here. His worst times are better than my average times. So I take the entire average of all of my times, put them together. Mm-hmm. His worst times beat that. Hey, listen. I have to basically have the seed of my life, and he has to screw up monumentally. You never watched sports movies before? Where the underdog always wins? Unfortunately, that's not life. The <laughs> underdog never wins. You want me to Tanya Harding this guy? Oh, please. Let's do that. But I think he like lives in Germany, so it okay. might take a while. Yeah. To when, get there. I, I, have, I think I have some connections in Germany. When's the race? Saturday at 2 p.m. Oh, that's short notice. You think you could get to your connection? I have connections in Germany. Is his name Vinny? What? Huh? None of your business. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Forget about it. Take the <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. Take the cannoli. <laughs> 2205. Cast off. That's it? That's it. Oh. You had me going there for a minute. Did you see the way the puck curved slightly on its way to the net? That's how you can tell which hemisphere we're in. Oh, look at Mr. Fancy Pants. Greer. Edmonton. Can't blame anyone but itself for that one. Yes, but they aren't exactly quaking in their boots. Partly because of the huge lead, and partly because of the lack of boots. The longer the game goes, the better they get. Like us, eh, Jim? Absolutely. The key to making saves is timing. Fenderoff gives him the business. Jim, during the intermission, I put in a request with the organist. The can-can. What for? Oh, no. And with that, the game is all tied up. Ah, yes. Recycled sports cliche number 74. An excellent choice, sir. Shanahan pushes the debt. Joseph denies him. That there's some quality goaltending there, Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know the third period will be chock full of excitement. The intermission? Well, less so. Face-offs are extremely important, Jim, because without them, there'd be no way to start the game up after a goal. Federal usually wins the draws and apparently wins at Scrabble. This team put up a wall of defense tonight, Jim. You would have needed a stout set of yaks to even have a hope of getting over it. Hi, folks. I hope you're ready for some really good hockey. Will it be better than a chocolate milkshake, Jim? Yes, Doc. Scores! The goalie stood there waving as it cruised by on the upper deck. As you saw, slapstick isn't just a hilarious genre of comedy, it's also an effective way to score goals. Now for a little slapstick of my own. Please, please, no. <laughs> Whee! Woo! You know what's been the most fun about this game so far? Dare I ask? This swivel chair. Whee! <laughs> the one-timer, a thing of beauty. The two-timer, I'm not even gonna go there. Russia is pulling the goalie, Don. I'd say that tactic has as much chance of working as chips going into space. They've already been there, Don. 
then this could get interesting. Flurry, Smith cranks it, empty netter! This game couldn't possibly go any longer, could it, Jim? For your safety, I hope not. And the linesman calls icing as the puck crosses the line. 